What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to uh, Spawncast episode was 120, Evan? 122. 122. Thanks for joining us tonight. Another Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we started a little late because we're waiting for Nate to join in, but Discord just confused Nate or something. I don't know. Maybe he'll join us midway through. We, 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 we got him invited. So, you know what? If he pops up, then uh, then then we'll uh, we'll go over it with him there. But but I do have a few people here with me. We got Jordan. Jordan, what's going on? How's it going? Good. Good to be here. Good. To, good to have you here. And then we got Max, the uh, first person I've seen online that had the new switch. How's it going, Max? This is the switch revision. I actually have it. And here's its fancy blood red box. It, I have it. It's great. Um, is the red Joy-Con more red now? It looks so, more no. red. Jimcast guy, uh, where did you get? Where did you exactly get? Like, what store did you get that from? I live next to the GameStop headquarters, which is just a happy coincidence. Or sorry, I should say, I live next to the GameStop warehouse. So a lot of times they get stuff. Sometimes a full week before anybody else, uh, because it's like shipped to the United States to them. Um, so I opened up. I, I literally went over there yesterday. I was running errands. I paid my phone bill and I stopped in to pre-order it. And when I walked in there, I was like, "Hey, I'd like to pre-order it." And the guy was like the back of the new switch and i went let me see it and so he brought it out and i got to check the the code on the bottom of the box to make sure it was the new one uh and i was like is this register locked and he let me buy it so i like the all red box the all red box i think looks way better it does it oh does. yeah yeah like i think i think that looks way better on on the shelf there yeah absolutely um uh, interesting so you've, you've you can tell us about that a bit I think uh, give us give us a little bit of a preview of what to expect this week coming up when I think most people will get their hands on it. You and I think Wood got one too. You guys are uh, near GameStop's like headquarters, so I assume those are the stores that generally get them first, since it's like an hour away for UPS or whoever to ship it to them. So um, we'll see. I, I talked to some GameStops and they said Monday around me that they should be getting them. Mm. So I'll Monday go. Yeah, so I'm gonna go check Monday again to see if I can grab one. Sounds um, good. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. You know, the the longer battery life is interesting, and I'm curious about those Joy Cons as well. So we'll we'll talk a bit about that though. Uh, yeah. Then we have uh, then we have OJ. What's going on tonight, OJ? How's it going? What's up, man? I'm in a good mood like always. Uh, we got some. Uh, been playing Fire Emblem. So so yeah, man. Always in a always good to be here. So shout outs. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, then we got Evan, of course. What's going on, Evan? Uh, not much. Just been busy all week getting some work done, prepping for a convention. Oh, what, what convention's coming up? Baltimore Comic Con, October. Oh, okay, okay. What's uh, what's going to be there? Just uh, any certain companies or anything? Or Tons going to be a lot of. Uh, oh, it's okay, one cool. of the bigger ones on the East Coast, so it should be good. Because I know there's San Diego Comic Con. That's usually pretty big. Yep, New York um, as well. It's another one of the big ones. And then okay. Baltimore's up there. That's uh, pretty good. You be selling artwork there? Yeah, I'm looking into getting a ton of stuff. Nice. Very good. Very good. That'll be cool. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff you post on Twitter, right? Your art that you do. Yep. So I assume some of that will be uh, available there. So that'd be really cool to see that. Very cool. So uh, I, I know you just said Fire Emblem, but uh, has anyone else been playing anything other than Fire Emblem? I know. I know. I know. Uh, uh, Jordan's not playing Wolfenstein. I'm definitely not playing. Well, uh, I'm not no, playing Sean, anything. I'm not playing Wolfenstein. Not playing Fire Emblem. Sean said he's not not feeling well tonight, so he's not he's not with us tonight. He he got the pro controller, and now he's just he's just done. It's over. He, he told you he told you that, he told me that he's going on a party bus tonight to. Oh. <laughs> he's going to show... I already no. was trolling plenty of fish, but yeah, <laughs> he's trolling plenty of fish. Okay, hey man. Uh, I mean, I, okay. <laughs> I figured he got that pro controller, man, and it's just the the world is like. 
snapped now. Like it's like it's like the Thanos snap. I bet he hasn't even really used it. You don't think so? I bet you used it. I, I bet, bet he used it once. It was like, ah, this is too much work. I got to keep charging this thing. I'll just play with the. What? The Pro Controller has like a 40 hour uh, battery life or something. Yeah, but you know, Sean. It, the Pro Controller feels so good with certain, the games that he likes to play. He likes to play stuff like the shooters and stuff like that. And I think it'd be great with the games that he plays, man. Yeah, I really, yeah, but wanted, he's been, to, I really wanted to see his impressions on it, though. But he's been very clear that he plays all these games on the toilet. So I don't know if he's going to want to set it aside and then sit there with the Pro Controller. It's just very weird yeah, for him. That's true. I just oh, I want that. that uh, that pseudo pro controller for Spyro that's coming out, the Power A one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I meant to see if uh Modern Vintage Gamer wanted to jump in when we talk about the uh E3 ESA stuff. Um Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he, he was pretty vocal online he's, about that. He's so, in chat uh, now, you can invite him. Yeah. And if MVG wants to join him, we were just using Discord and uh uh we can we can get him in here if he's available. I like how this it. week you're perfectly in the middle now. Yes, I am. Oh my screen, Evans <laughs> in the middle. Um, no, if, you, if you watch if you watch the youtube feed like you're uh, right in the middle evans in the uh, middle my screen dreamcast guys in the middle this yeah, is OJ, oj's in the middle for me uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it's like a, it's like a retarded relay i mean sorry excuse me like it's like a stupid relay like <laughs> the esa no the esa talk is gonna be interesting so that's why i figure uh i know nate wanted to talk about it too to a degree so um uh, we'll see nate might he, maybe he'll be done swimming or something i don't know we'll see <laughs> We'll see what's going on with Nate. Uh, whenever he wants to jump in. Yeah, RGT, he's just, he said he wasn't feeling well. So, um, I don't know. Maybe there's another wrestling show on tonight or something. I'm blaming the know. cream soda, honestly. You know, you know. Yeah, we switched <laughs> it up because he's not here. Now I got Mountain Zevia. Mountain Zevia. Mountain Zevia. Or how many, how many different flavors are there of that? Oh, because all I ever hear about around is you and Sean 14, just talking about 15. like all these flavors, man. And they're crazy. It's so, about 14 or 15 of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what's our, is it like, is it just Fire Emblem? Is that what a lot of people, what's everyone playing on the next? All I played was Fire Emblem and I played Dragon Quest Builders too, mostly because there was a video uh, that I was doing with another YouTube. I've probably already said too much, but I needed to get to the multiplayer part. <laughs> and if you don't know anything about Dragon Quest Builders 2, you got to play for like 15 hours before you're allowed to go online. Really? <laughs> So I didn't realize this uh, and they asked me and I was like, yeah, I can do that with you guys. And then I look and I'm like, this, this is going to take some time. Is it 15 <laughs> hours of just total gameplay or you have to reach a certain mark in the game? It's uh no, you got to reach a certain mark. It's okay. after the first island and then you got to do some work on your main island. And it, it just, it takes so much longer than I thought so it would. It could be longer for other people if they're not as fast through it. That is, that is correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to speed through it. And it, it was taking some time, but uh, that that I played that. I had to switch from Fire Emblem to that. I did finish Ultimate Alliance three, so that's done. Nice. nice. And I, I like I like that game actually. It was pretty fun. How do I? Hold on, how do I invite? All right, so MVG wants to wants to jump in. So now I have to. Now now things get dangerous because I have to play with Discord. Um, not Discord. I'll, I'll I'll figure I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. What what's everyone else been uh, been up to while I try to figure this out? Playing uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD. Whoa, you got that? You got that? Oh, nice. What what system? On PS4. Okay. Um, Okay. 
don't know, Metal Wolf Chaos is kind of this very famous uh, game that never came to America. It was released only in Japan on the original Xbox. Sometimes it goes for like thousands of dollars online. Um, it's actually by From Software. It was one of their last mech games. You play as the president of the United States <laughs> who's stolen a mech to try and fight off a bunch of evil invaders. It's ridiculous. And it is kind of like Armor Core. Um, it's really weird. I'm doing a big video on it Tuesday. Um, I'm liking it. It's it's definitely nothing new. You can tell that uh, they just bought the rights to it and they just went, oh, okay, well, nobody technically owns this right now. We'll just sell it. I, uh, I sent MVG an invite on Twitter. So check your check your DM there. I was trying to figure out the best way to do it, but it's he's not in my friends list thing here. So I just I sent the link to invite them. Evan, so hopefully that works. That means they're going <laughs> to join in the browser, and there might be problems. <laughs> so oh, really? We'll, we'll okay. Here's here's what it does. If you have it in the browser, like what it, it'll say, we beam the information to your app. So then he just opens up his app from there, and then he can get in. So that's what he should do. Because it, okay. it's going to tell you, hey, don't. It's going to warn you not to use the. It's almost like a warning not to use the browser. <laughs> don't, don't use the browser. <laughs> yeah, it almost is. That's what happened when you sent it to me via Twitter, the DM. Oh, uh, okay. So MVG, you let me know if that'll let. You. I mean, you'll. I guess you'll pop up here. Uh, oh, wait, there he is. He's in. It says yeah, I added him to the group. All right, cool. Yep, yeah, just gotta click the video feed. Cool. So click video. He'll jump in. Very cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about that one though, Max. Uh, Metal Wolf Chaos is out this week, right? It's out on the. What is that out? Sixth, That's out. I believe sixth, the sixth, maybe I'm trying to fit Tuesday. That's what I think they said uh, is that it comes out on the sixth, which is like a Wednesday. Yes, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. The sixth is when it comes out. That that is one of the rarest original Xbox games. I remember that like getting on the original Xbox was actually quite expensive because you had to import it uh, from Japan. And uh, it was it was such a funny game. So I'm glad they're redoing it. And uh, they did it. They did a uh, a poll or a thing on Twitter. They were like, what's the next game you want released on the switch? So I dropped Metal Metal Wolf Chaos in there, just like poured it over, poured it over. Uh, but I'll check that one out. I guess I'll get it on the I guess on the Xbox. It's on the Xbox PS4 and, and PC, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'll probably just grab it on the Xbox then. Um, that should work. Uh, very cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'll check out your review on that, Max. See how it how it turns out. I'm interested now. I'm interested. Um, what about what about Evan? What have you been up to? I've mostly been catching up some of my old games in preparation for upcoming patches to them. Really, not much I've been playing that's new. I'm mostly just waiting at this point, I guess, for things like Astral Chain, Damon X Machina, stuff like that. Yeah. DC Universe. I mean, we'll play it. We'll see how far you we check go. It out again? I'll, I'll check it out again, but I doubt we're gonna really go. Like, we'll we'll get like some of the basic stuff done. It'll be we'll fun early on, but like the amount of stuff they added after we quit and then I went back for a little bit. Oh my god, mm. we're we're never gonna complete it with how much yeah, else no, we have to not. do. There's just a lot of stuff coming out this this holiday too, so it's gonna be a whole thing. Um, but you know, you know, it could, it could be it could be fun to play around with it here. They, it doesn't take long to max level in that game, right? Like it's it's max leveling's quick, of course. Uh, but as I found out after playing when you guys uh, stopped, it's all about stat building, like getting the actual stat mm -hmm. points for weaponry, and that's all based on events. Uh, doing achievements, stuff like that. So there's okay. a lot to do that you have to kind of well, do you're also, in time. You're you're also excited. The the game you tell me you're excited about is like it's not one that a lot of people are. You're you're excited for Damon X Machina. So yeah, it's um, great hearing constantly from them as well about all the upgrades and things they've been focusing on to try to fix like the frame rate and all that. Because we did that video a while ago pointing out things like uh, the 
color problems between the background and the characters in the foreground and stuff like that. Frame rate. The, yeah. The, the going out of bounds and it pushes you into the boss. <laughs> so they fixed all that apparently. Yeah. But, and that's the crazy part. Cause you hear, you hear them start talking to you about like, Oh, we fixed this and this and you're expecting simple things, frame rate, speed, maybe basic stuff. But then they actually started getting into uh, enemy contrast versus background and stuff. And it's, it's like they genuinely looked at everything and we're like, no, no, we need to focus not just on the core tenants of frame rate, but on all these little subtle things for the actual visual side of the game. And it's like, Oh, actually, we don't know how big, we don't know how big DCU is going to be either. That's another question we're going to have to figure out. Um, when, in, that, when that comes to the switch in terms of so, yeah size sure. it's gonna be pretty big uh M mvg joined us what's going on man hey what's up guys you guys see me okay yep the one and only yeah, thank, you, up, thank you to, hey what's going on here thanks yeah. thanks for having me back good to have you on good to have you on uh what, yeah. what do you what do you play this week anything good uh just fire emblem man i'm just okay yeah i'm just playing through that i love yeah. the game so good so yeah good. yeah we yeah. talked about it because you said you just got it we talked about it briefly last time and you said yeah. you, were, you were just gonna start it up or like you yeah. played like an hour so yeah i'm probably about 30 something hours in now i, I love <laughs> it nice it's, man it's, I think, it's, it's awesome i think kevin told us that he beat it in like 37 or 38 hours because he rushed a lot of it uh so um it's i think it depends on I think it depends on the cutscenes you watch and like anything you do in your off hours and everything for how long it takes. But I think he just wanted to get to like the new game plus stuff and everything and replay it. But other people said it took like 60, 70 hours to get it done on their first playthrough. So yeah, um, it, it really varies. Some people it went, you know, when I'm talking on my podcast or on my, on my live shows, 40 something hours, it depends on how much stuff you do. Like some people don't do all the extra. They don't go to the saint statues and upgrade that and use that. They don't go to like the, the suggest or the, what was it, like the note box or whatever and do all that stuff like that. You know, they don't go around looking for items everywhere and, you know, doing all that type of stuff. So it just depends on how much side quests you do and like how you, how much time you spend in the monastery. Like some people just like go and talk to everybody you know they have speech bubbles for like literally everybody there so it just it just depends yeah i think uh hmm. our potter our timestamp guy he said he did a playthrough casually for 20 hours it's done hmm. so depends on how you take okay. it okay i like yeah. that uh new switch there uh dreamcast guy <laughs> oh, oh this thing is <laughs> yeah i was gonna say M mvg is quite uh quite interested in that that little system right there <laughs> yeah man I, I i i'm hearing monday monday or yep. tuesday next yep. week we were we were talking about we were trying to like hunt this thing down and like discord and stuff we were like we're gonna when you hey, find it take pictures <laughs> bro i was i was going to this morning i woke up i woke up on five hours of sleep and woke up and tried to see if there was one anywhere and i could i couldn't find one then i went home and then i was actually late doing my own live stream because uh, I, I, I fell asleep that's <laughs> <laughs> a wake up later so for my fans literally telling me like okay this is a good video send it to spawn wave so we can rip it apart and i started legit telling people like i wish i could i even t i told spawn wave before we did the podcast i was like i wish i could teleport this oh to yeah you. <laughs> yeah by the, by the time we get it we're gonna be able to buy one <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, i'm just gonna go pick it up on monday i talked to the guy at gamestop and he looked in his system and was like yeah it says they have five of each like i guess so the the um neon ones and then the gray and they're both on the way like he could see like the packages in his computer he's like check monday so i, I still say the joy cons feel that's the number one thing i'm excited for you to rip down because i i want to see what's in it i want to see if it's thicker or different wiring or what that's what i'm curious about the joy con because those joy cons that are on that are probably going to be the same ones that come out with the uh the halloween looking ones you know the orange and the 
purple uh and people are gonna be curious if those are if those are good as well so yeah, i vamped yeah how many um, switches are you gonna end up having to buy each by the end of the year yeah well we'll see we'll see we'll see what uh what these come. apparently in their system though they had it labeled as nintendo switch v2 is how they I had it labeled in the gamestop too. yeah saw uh, that well and, and something was funny is when i was there the guy was like oh uh like yeah we're happy to have the shipment of these in right now and they were like yeah, is this your first switch and i had to be like this is actually like, the fourth one i bought <laughs> tenth one tenth or eleventh one so you said that you said in your video the battery life is is like legit insane okay so the biggest thing is a lot of people so uh holy crap does it hold its charge what feels like forever but the biggest thing is um seems like their estimations are if you have so right now i have the screen brightness up on maximum because i was trying to test it if you turn the screen brightness down and you play it with like the volume off or with headphones on which uses a lot less power um than if you were actually like having it come out of the speakers it seems like a lot of games last eight or nine hours now Jeez. like I, I i played final fantasy 7 like pretty much all morning just for fun and as you can see if this will autofocus it's at like 95 percent battery right now it's dude like, that's yeah. crazy because that, that system is already a really good indie machine now if you're playing that with a really good battery man that's that's insane so what about a game like doom or something like that do doom did seem to drain it it still seems like that's something that'll probably drain it in about five hours i played a lot yeah. of breath of the wild as a test um but honestly i was stuck in some dungeons so i didn't do any of the big open world stuff that's extra demanding i wasn't in the forest that i know people have like found is the most demanding part of it but just running around in dungeons of breath of the wild that seemed to drain it but it, it seems like it has double the battery life i know the thing is that it lasts 20 percent longer but for whatever reason it feels longer than that that's awesome yeah i'm ready for that i'm ready for that upgrade that's gonna be great uh and uh, i think i think sean's gonna benefit the most from it because all he does is play his in portable mode so he'll, he'll... I, th I think a lot of the games coming up will be good for that for something like let's say dragon quest 11s definitive mm. edition people yeah. like that's gonna be a good one for it or even like a daemon x machina or games like that you know that it's yeah. gonna be really cool for and, the, and the from what we can from what we can gather gamestop's doing a trade-in for 200 dollars on them yeah right so so, so what yeah. I'm gonna do, this this is my old broken switch and a lot of people have been telling me that right now so basically what's broken about this is the touch screen doesn't work the touch screen is all messed up but mm -hmm. what people have been telling me is apparently they're having a sale right now at gamestop called cash for credit where they'll give you the equivalent amount of uh cash as trade-ins credit so right now i could get 200 dollars for mine uh honestly i'm going to trade in my switch and just get a free switch light yeah, there you go. I was yeah. going to say, otherwise, just take your switch with the, there and transfer like because they have that transfer option to transfer your stuff. And I know I'm sure in GameStop, they're used to people doing that now. So I technically go. You can trade yours in and then get the new one, I guess, for 100 bucks. That's not bad. And switch lights now are all on pre-order. Yeah, unless yeah. their pre-orders are closed for certain ones like the Pokemon one went up for pre-order. I got mine oh, in for that. That one's gone. That was probably gone quick. Yeah, it, it's still on Best Buy. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can, uh, still, you can still get it on Best Buy. I also, kinda... just in case, pre ordered the turquoise one in case I want that as well. I pre ordered yeah. it in store. Apparently, if you go into the store at GameStop, it sounds like they're they're able to pre order like 50 per store. So I uh, I just pre ordered the turquoise. I just put that one on Amazon because I was like, it's not going to cost me anything now. My other, my other question, Max, about that Switch is does it feel like it's not getting as hot or does it still feel pretty hot when you're playing it? 
But that's also I'm a bad example to compare that because people get mad at me in the comment section. I covered mine with stickers like a dumbass. Ah. <laughs> and probably a lot more which probably, I mean it's branding dude you got the Dreamcast sticker on there <laughs> this is who I am god damn and I well, have to do this when you trade uh, that in that someone's gonna buy them like oh this is Dreamcast guy switch <laughs> the zip will know who I am but yeah so um, this one it feels like it's running cooler but I'm not a good person to compare that I mean it kind of makes sense that it would if the battery life is longer so I mean it, uh, that at least makes sense so well, the one last thing a lot of people have been asking about the dock I actually have both the docks right here the dock oh. is identical oh, okay. um and what i did is i decided to hold them up so you can literally see them side by side i mean do they have the same model numbers yes they have the same oh, right. model numbers and it looks like so one people a lot of people were hoping that they would fix that like ridge on the dock oh, so nah. when it scrape your screen it does it it's yeah. identical so this is my old one this is the new one they're literally clones so. okay i mean i don't really expect them to change too much other than the system so Interesting, the Joy-Cons, though. I'm, I'm really curious about those Joy-Cons now. That might be the thing that, outside of actually taking a look at the chip and reading the number off the chip, because we still don't have, like, an actual picture of that, uh, the die with the numbers on it, uh, uh, the Joy-Cons. That's probably the thing I'm really curious about. So we'll see. We'll see, because me and MVG, we, we talked about that Switch Lite, and uh, we're concerned it might have the same analog sticks. So. Yeah, yeah. Ho hopefully not. Hopefully not. But we'll we'll see here pretty soon. Yeah, those Switch Lite pictures came out, and uh, we still can't see the we can't even see the uh, the D pad on it. But right. what's interesting is I noticed in the Switch Lite, it's not going to have the clicky buttons like the Joy-Con has. It's yep. going to have um, buttons similar to the Pro Controller. Yeah, membrane. Yeah. So that that might, might be good for some people who don't want the clicky kind of buttons um, anymore. I think I'm going to nerd out when I get the the Switch revision. I'm just going to test battery life. Like I'm going to just sit there and play Breath of the Wild on the thing and just time it and then go back and play the original on the original Switch and time it and see if it's truly what they say it is. I mean, I'm sure it is. I mean, if they're saying that's what it is, but I want to do some real world tests and see how how good the battery is really on it. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I have that. I have a couple of different battery cases. One of them is like a 10,000 milliamp hour case that they sent me that attaches to the current switch. And that it made that switch last about nine to 10 hours, I think. So I'm oh, curious wow. how it'll make this one work. If it this one will all of a sudden, because basically it's a 10,000 milliamp hour. So you get like two and a half charges for the original switch now. So that should be the same for that. And you're saying like five ish hours for Breath of the Wild max on a single charge so that means that that might actually end up being like a 17 hour thing 18 hour thing which yeah send me a link to that that sounds oh i have amazing. i have i think i have two or three of them in the drawer over there Dude, I, it, I, it has a, a dual kickstand on the back too so it has two kickstands i still play mine so much just at conventions and stuff uh I, man that sounds so freaking good even with the switch light i think i'm i'm gonna probably keep juggling around multiple switches yeah it has a uh it has a, a little container that kicks open on it as well where you can put um game cards as well like cartridges um yeah. so they thought of a bunch of stuff with it um but i'll see if i can pull it back up but it's just a big battery that straps to the back of it so it's pretty funny um, but yeah, looking forward to it. I'm picking that thing up on Monday and the thing's getting torn down right away. So I'll do one specifically for the main system and then one for the joy cons just to yeah, compare. Make them. sure I know, I know you'll do this, but make sure you get good shots of the chip because, you know, as of right now, we know we don't really, we still don't really know. I mean, it's the Marico chip. We know that, but we, we haven't seen any like 
photographic evidence of it yet. So let's we need identification. You know what's yeah. interesting? Uh, I also uh, looked at that switch light chip, and if you look at it, the resistors on top are all in different positions from the other yes, one. That's so correct. Yeah, it is physically different. Uh, I just I just want to see what the the I guess the numbers are on top, and maybe people can match them up or something. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I'll get I'll get a nice high definition shot of that die, and we'll and I'll put it up on Twitter right away. Let people try to figure out what it could be. Um, but apparently in Texas and Southern areas, it's available, I guess. So there you oh. go. If you're close to GameStop, you should be able to get it. They're headquarters. It's not so. worth me driving down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wait till Monday. But, uh, <laughs> hey, if you're in the area, there you go. Or apparently Australia and somewhere else. Asia, I think. Uh, Hong, Kong. Asia? Hong Kong had it. It's Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah, you're right. I, I, was, I was in Australia uh two weeks ago so i just missed out if i had known this was coming i would have like pushed my holiday like a week forward or something but oh anyway. yeah yeah but you got all the cool you got all the cool stuff for reserve i now, did though. i picked up some of those pre-orders down there man so i'm pretty psyched about that he got so. everything man <laughs> <laughs> all those special editions i was being annoyed that we weren't getting he got them pre-ordered man oh well when in Rome, man. yeah right when, uh, when in doubt go to australia that's that's, that's right. the key factor here guys just take those trips to australia <laughs> it's only so, like a 13 hour flight it's only, easy. Uh, it's more than that man it's like 17 hours 17 <laughs> it's only 17 hours Who's it's only 17 hours See, i mean you get the switch revision with the battery yeah, back on exactly get the, well you won't have it on the way there but you'll have it on the way back so oh that's, there that's, you go that's the thing <laughs> uh evan do we have any discord questions we got a couple they're a little nonsensical but we can see where we go with this okay you want to get you want to give us uh give us one and i'll get the super chats up here so i can read those out while you do that what are your thoughts on the origin big o and if you're not familiar apparently the company origin put together a rig that consists of i think a switch an xbox one a ps4 <laughs> on the same situation they just frankensteined it together it's, <laughs> it's so cool yeah. but it's gonna be obsolete in a year what? like that's the problem i yeah. was gonna say the scarlet <laughs> why didn't they do this like uh, two years ago or something when the switch yeah. came out that's and okay it, interesting and it's tech tips is like a publicity stunt or something I think I saw it with uh, Unbox Therapy. I saw a video of yeah, him. Yeah, because at QuakeCon, everybody was watching that video, so that's where I saw it. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it. It looks stupid. Um, but <laughs> You're hey, right. Yeah, I just like switch, you just dock it in the front of it sideways. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it ridiculous, looks, man. It looks ridiculous. It's huge. Like, we're, like, yeah, the thing is massive. That's, that's like bigger than most people's desks. Like, that's ridiculous. That's that's interesting i'll take a look at that though just to just to see what uh what that's about i'm curious uh let me get through some of these super chats here scott says maybe nate is on mixer when are you moving over uh we we actually what we might do is we might start restreaming the podcast on mixer as well as on youtube yeah uh, we got the same check cut as ninja did so yep they wrote a 50 uh, but they definitely put the decimal early it was a mixer <laughs> mixer's up and coming and there's not a lot of talk shows over there so maybe we'll restream onto that and uh kind of kind of you know uh, uh start up there as well it's definitely a good idea mixer from what i understand i was playing around with it because i was thinking about um dual streaming because mm -hmm. youtube is cool with that you know um yeah. and it's well it's it's a, it's a pretty nice like layouts and what you can do with this like what you can do it's pretty good 
it's it's not bad at all. Um, I know you said on Twitter, John, that they're playing the slow game. This is the slowest of slow games, but it's all kind of coming together now. But because Mixer yeah. is actually nice from the user interface and from the actual from a usability standpoint, it's pretty good. Everyone tried it out now, and people are like, the quality is ridiculous. So it's good. Yeah, I, okay. I watched it for the I'll first time. It. I watched uh, Ninja's stream today, and it was so crisp. It was insane. Mm. It was kind of like I, I honestly kind of want to stream over there just because of the bit rate. Okay, we'll come back yeah, to that when we talk about the ninja stuff. What were you going to say, MVG? Uh, I I rolled an account in January 2017 just to you know reserve the name and everything. And back then it was it wasn't very good. But I logged in just a couple of days ago, and I'm, I was like, wow, this is really really established. They've done a lot of work to really bring it up to speed. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely definitely worth checking out. All right, um, and then uh, how do we get? Oh, uh, North. Northern Light says, I got my revised switch yesterday in Australia. There you go. Oh, EB yeah. Games doesn't have them, but JB Hi-Fi does. Oh. Is JB, I don't know, is JB Hi-Fi just a, uh, like a, just a store out there that sells electronics? Yeah, it's a big electronics chain down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Stormbringer says, OJ, is it time for a Berserk game by Kenji Saito? Um, it's time, it, it's time for another JoJo game. I just finished JoJo Part yeah. 4. And I'm on Golden Wind, and it's time for another JoJo game. The last one we got was that crappy game on the PS4, Eyes of Heaven. Uh, the PS3 game is pretty good, which I'm going to be doing a video upcoming on that. But, um, yeah, it's time for another JoJo game, and it's time for a Hunter Hunter game. I, I was just about to say, he's going to mention a Hunter yeah. Hunter. Game. <laughs> it's time for Hunter Hunter, and it's time for JoJo. It's time for those two games to get to come, kind of come back here. Uh, those anime e- franchises. Ethan R says, how do I get on the – how do I get these on? Talking about Nate, direct feed games. Okay. <laughs> And then uh, Ethan R uh, says OJ is getting canceled for the word. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. My bad. How uh, dare you? Uh, Michael Gibson says only a year late, but finally started Spider-Man. Also excited for Switch Lite. Spider-Man's good. Switch Lite's looking interesting. And then we'll get that. Oh, that and Link's Awakening. It's coming out same day. You're basically spending you're spending 260 that day either way, no matter what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm on Link's Awakening though right away. Um, Katana Riku says, sup, everyone can't wait for the upcoming games. There are quite a few of them. Oh, Control's out this month too, right, Max? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Are you are you going to review that? Tired of them. I'm, I'm definitely reviewing that. As many of you know, that's uh, Alan Wake is one of my favorite yes. games ever. Yeah, so that's why Dude. I wanted to see your opinion on it because I'm, I'm looking at it. So I'm pretty hyped about that. I Honestly, I had no idea that was coming out this month. For some reason, I felt like that was an early 2020 game. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on that. For sure. Interesting. Um, Jalen says, Yo, Jay, what are your thoughts on the hero controversy? Uh, there's not really much of it um, outside of it. Being, I guess there's a little bit of it. Um, but basically my thoughts are, I talked about it, um, is that I think that people are kind of going overboard. Hero, I, I don't think Hero's like broken or anything in the game. He's a really random, and um, but he has a lot of deficiencies. He's really unsafe on shield on a lot of different stuff when it comes to Smash Brothers. And he can't move while he's looking at his different, his different stuff. And like his MP drains, so he can't even recover if his MP is drained. Uh, so I don't really think it's as big of a deal. And there's no hero mains out in, in EVO right now tearing it up. Or No, they don't have it on there. But the hero's not going to be winning EVO or anything like that or winning the okay. big tournaments. He's just a random character kind of. But no, it's fine. It's it, He's okay. He looks he looked like he'd be fun to play around with just from he's, the option stuff they showed. He's it's very different. fun. It's yeah, different. he's different. He's he, But people don't understand. Like, if it's a DLC character, they're supposed to be good. 
Mm. People are complaining about Joker and complaining about DLC. They're supposed to be good. What if you got a DLC character and they suck? Like Lucas? they're trying to the, sell you. Yeah, they're trying yeah, to sell. Like you. <laughs> the last thing you want is to pay for a character and he's trash. Like, it's a blend like of them. Lucas, it's a blend of them being you know? good and new. I mean, if you're so used to fighting X amount of Samus's, X amount of Pikachu's, you have not been <laughs> made aware of these characters until recently. So you're now starting to figure out how to beat them. That's really mm. the big thing. Yeah, yeah just people need more time but here heroes he's he's a good character but he, i don't think he's an amazing character and i don't think he's broken or anything like that but yeah of course people are making all sorts of videos he's op stuff like this is clickbait guys <laughs> like honestly it really it really is just clicking oh he's s tier he's how's he s tier he's never won a tournament like s tier is the turn on what you win like so people are just making clickbait you don't have to ignore it but just realize that it's clickbait okay so just uh realize. art attack says any news on grandia one and two for the switch we saw some screenshots of it and it was was kind of disappointing but we you know we still got to play it and everything to see what it actually looks like in motion so um, um, um nothing really no release date or anything i don't think yet the the last statement i saw said we're waiting on a release date so from that statement it sounds like it's done polished bug fixed and they're just waiting for a window um i mean a remaster like that that is kind of minimal uh, i imagine it was probably done as soon as they started practically mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Squink Atlanta says DC online is 24.1 gigabytes, according to the eShop. So I guess they updated that. Uh, so you definitely want an SD card for that one. Uh, but it was an MMO. I figure most people, fit, you know, figure that would be and it might get larger, too, as they add stuff because it's an MMO. So um, what about uh, we have another Discord question, Evan, before we move on to some of the other topics. Actually, you know what? Hold <laughs> on. We have I'm sorry. We have uh, we have one message through Streamlabs from Lemon Squeeze saying Fantavision for Spawncast. He could bring a new opinion to the Spawncast. I think Max, you know uh, Fantavision. I would love to have him on. He works a little bit late, but on Saturdays like this, I'm sure he'd love to be on. Jinkas uh, guy, I think you're frozen. Can't. Well, the cam's frozen. His audio is fine. Oh, it's okay. not frozen for me. It. Yeah, I don't know I what's going on. Moving. I see him moving too. It's been weird. Oh, okay. I, this this is what sucks about discord i see people in chat saying this person's frozen or this person's cut out it's it's so random we're trying our best here guys yeah well we still hear you loud and clear so it's all good yeah yeah we still hear you it's all fun it's 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 good man you're good um i mean nate nate's frozen every time he comes on here so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh do we have another discord question evan before we move into some of the other topics we have what video game theme makes you the most pumped when you hear it mine is the original doom theme Oh, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with with Halo, um, yeah, at, at the end, which the run of the Warthog right yes. at the end. That was awesome. That's like that's like one of my favorite one of my favorite tracks, and that hits just because it's like the end. It's like the climax of the entire game, and they have this awesome uh, track coming in for that. That's the one I would I think probably gets me the most pumped there. I uh the overworld theme in Final Fantasy seven, uh, because the first time you play that, you don't hear that till like five hours into the game. When you escape Midgar, the first time you're on the overworld map, it starts playing this like real slow, heavy piano. And uh every time I hear that, it sounds like I'm about to start this world spanning journey. Mm. It has to be the Animal Crossing title screen <laughs> music, honestly. <laughs> it goes ba da da ba. But up, up, up. Oh, just oh, it gets me every time, man. Like, I'm gonna pop on the treadmail and go for a run. 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man. Uh, uh, I would probably say like it's a tie between like Super Smash Brothers Brawl when that theme would come on. Oh my gosh, it would get me so pumped to play. But then also Chrono Trigger, the Chrono Trigger main theme for Chrono. That would always get me super excited uh, to play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Serious so like answer. That. Someone just said this in the chat, John. Uh, Halo. But Halo's theme music. That's what I, yeah, that's yeah, that's what what I, 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 I said the run of the Warthog at the end. It's it's part, it's like an ending theme. Cause I just like the general. I mean, the yeah, general that, that kind of has that, that ominous tone to it. And then it starts mm-hmm. picking up. And the Halo 2 is great because they bring in like the guitar solo right in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Yeah. I, I, will, I will give an honorable mention to Final Fantasy X when they brought in that like hardcore rock music with Jekt when you see him. That was really cool. I love that one, and I also love the the hymn of the faith in Final Fantasy X. The e a like the first time you enter the chapel, like it was the first time that world where you're like, oh, like this is a universe. I love that theme. Yeah, um, but there's there's some good ones, but yeah, that uh, Buck Bumble, Buck Bumble. There you go, Jay. Oh. That's a good one. <laughs> next question or next Discord question? Oh, look, look, look at that, look at that, Jordan. Uh, Joshua uh, Denoyer says uh, this is for mm-hmm. Film Wave. See, when is it happening? We could have talked about the boys on Filmwave, man. <laughs> what's, what's stopping us? Let's make uh, Filmwave happen. There you go. The reality, one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> uh, that, that was a good question, though. There's some, there's some legit music out there. These people hyped up. Uh, let's uh, let's move over to Outer Worlds, because that surprised a lot of people. I saw it uh, really surprised Max, because Max, you've been following that game heavy right now. You're ready for that. Um, because they it's still just one of those surprise games we're just not sure what it's going to be it sounds like it's going to be a very contained outer space fallout they've said it's not going to be open world it's like a focused 40-hour experience and surprise they randomly showed a bunch of new gameplay this uh week oh my gosh it looks great and it's on switch I'm, i'm still just blown away that one caught a lot of people off guard because that wasn't even like a like that was just an announcement. They were just threw it out there. Uh, they, you know, they probably could have. What's funny is they probably could have saved that for like a fall direct or something. But I guess they just wanted to get that going and put it out there. And uh, Virtuos is porting it, which is interesting because they they did L.A. Noir, Final Fantasies. They did those like 10, 10, 2, 12. Did I miss anything, OJ? Or those just ones off the top uh, of my head? L.A. Noir. Eleanor. Yep. Yep. Um, so Outer Worlds already. It looks really good. It's I think it's coming out on the Switch next year maybe uh or it's going to be some determined or they haven't really told us yet but it's gonna be after the release on the ps4 and xbox one and peace and pc i'm gonna grab it on the xbox one because i think pc is gonna be epic game store am i thinking right i think it is i think it is yeah 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 when is the game coming out on xbox one was it was not it's it's october or november and i i actually like that their announcement on the switch to me it sounded like they were like all right we'll release it when it's done and i the more i I don't know i kind of consider that the nintendo philosophy now of like whenever it's a good port we'll drop it so i'm willing to wait i'm probably gonna buy that game twice i'm probably gonna get it on ps4 and again on switch just because it looks Mm -hmm. so good it does look really good. Yeah, I'm definitely grabbing Xbox One X. But what's interesting about Virtuos, if you look at all of their ports, they really don't mess around with the resolution that much in their ports. Like I, I, I was looking at like Final Fantasy 12 and 10, 10, 2 and uh, and Ellie Noir even uh, they they got good resolution out of their games. So I'm wondering if they're if they're 
like panic button will turn the resolution down, do all kinds of stuff to get it to work. I'm wondering if they're just if they're just going to work around it in a different way. So it'll be well, like if they if they had said panic button, I'd be like, okay, I kind of know what they're going to do. But Virtuos, this is a this is a big project for them. It's a Virtuos has done a lot of like last generation games or game, yeah. games that were you know ported over. So this will be one of their bigger current gen. I think yep. they also did Starlink Battle for Atlas too. Or yeah, I think they did that one as well. So I mean, maybe you can expect something similar to that. That was not too bad when it comes down to it. You know, for yeah. the PS4, Xbox One to Switch. So we'll see how this. We'll see how they handle this one. That's a it's a that's a big big game to to, to move over. That'll be interesting. So that's yeah, gonna be it's it's. Fun. I think it's October twenty fifth. It's coming out and. Now that the Switch version has been announced, I'm probably just going to wait for that to come out because there's so much coming out in October anyway. So I'm probably going to sit on the Switch version when it comes out later next year. Yeah, September and October are so packed. Like, um, I was I was kind of hoping we'd see more games get announced for November, but I guess we got, I guess Pokemon and Doom are in November. Yeah. Um, Death mm-hmm. Stranding as well. So. And and Shinmu yeah. Three. What? Well, there'll probably be more games uh, now, remember uh like in back in 2017 or even last year uh a lot of like there's there might be more third-party games being announced for november we didn't know about doom until like right into that last like doom on the 2016 on the That's switch till like what till that september direct yeah and that came out in november i mean december is still wide open you could fit something in the first week of december yep we got the video yeah. game awards you know shadow yeah. dropping we've got uh, Gamescom. we've got exo i mean anything could happen the only problem the, the only problem warfare uh after the black friday shopping like a lot of the companies want to get that out you know get the games mm-hmm. out before the black friday shopping period you know also but. star wars november as well oh yeah yeah i'm on star wars although i uh star star wars is weird they they their information is all over the place for that game i'm a big i'm a big jedi knight fan so i'm gonna be kind of hard on that this game it's not it's probably not as good as jedi outcast so um but it's it's gonna be interesting uh surprise announcement for sure that caught a lot of people off guard do we want to do we want to talk about ea <laughs> I mean, preferably not. But if it's I newsworthy, mean, we have EA to. Yeah, was so yeah, he's so funny. Uh, I mean, everybody saw their conference. Their conference call was all over the place. By the way, there's a lot of stuff to go over in it, and a lot of it's not good. So because uh, they, they tried to play a lot of it off. I mean, they made a lot of money as they usually do because FIFA and Ultimate Team and everything. Um, but NBA Live is just missing. They say it's still coming out, but they're gonna try something new um which means it, i don't i don't know what that means and need for speed still hasn't been announced that apparently yeah. is being announced at gamescom where's that so gamescom is the word now that the word is gamescom they're gonna announce it there then they're gonna announce it in, at the end of august and then i assume they're gonna launch it in october so they're gonna launch it two months later uh which, throw and get out there to die that I mean, can't be good is this gonna be like their fourth attempt at a reboot in four years well my hope my hope is that they're going to get it. The reason they've waited this long is because they can, because they're getting a name from before. And I, my oh hope my every God. year is that, it, is that they're going to play around with the underground name, but they probably dude, won't. Oh um, my dude. That I makes know. sense. Probably I love that. That's, that's the only reason I can think of them being able to get away with this. Cause normally they would like, they announced Need for Speed last time at E3 and then they spent the next, you know, what, like four or five months talking about it. Yep. 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 That game is legit. 
It is so legit. The best thing about this game is not even the gameplay. It's when you get to take a picture of your car for the cover of a magazine. <laughs> so you have to like pose your car. I love that. Uh, that. That was such a good game. Um, and they were they were on the right track, too, because they had underground and they had carbon and they had most wanted and they were rolling. And and then they learned about microtransactions and then we got payback. So um, <laughs> it's yeah, uh, I, that's the only thing I think of is that they're waiting this long because they're going to use an older name if they show up and it's the uh, so the other rumor is that it's called need for speed heat and that would be terrible so i hope that's not the case <laughs> need uh, for speed bringing the heat let's oh, do it oh <laughs> dude it's, if that is the actual title that's gonna be sad it should be stop hating they're gonna, every, they're gonna everybody's gonna it, make the, fun of it everybody's gonna make fun of it and every headline is gonna be called we roast need for speed heat dude they're gonna, they're gonna call it need for speed gas games as a service <laughs> oh my god oh. stop giving them ideas they're listening right now going oh wow that's really good that's really good <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you it's uh they they're such a weird company if it wasn't for their loot box and fifa i'd be real curious how they would go about making money um without releasing things like skate four and uh and a new underground or something but yeah they really uh, dropped the ball on uh canceling all their announcements this year for e3 so yeah e3 was pretty annoying e3 wasn't good yeah so why why are they hiding skate four i have good authority that it was literally up to the brim and then they were like nah we're not gonna say anything about any games and they didn't show anything except for star wars yeah, they showed Star Wars. That was it. Um, and some I, Sims DLC, guys. You excited for Sims oh, Island yeah. Vacation or whatever? Speaking of the Sims. On, on everything oh, but the transition. Switch. What were you saying, OJ? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I was about to make a bad joke, so I, let me just go ahead and not do it. No, let's hear it. I want to hear it now. <laughs> Give us it. Give us it. Oh, I was man. thinking, well, maybe they're the ones who leaked all the information from Oh no! Because <laughs> oh, they're like, man, this show sucks. Let's just do something shitty. Oh, but anyway, like I said, bad joke. <laughs> Let's make it less real. Let's make people not come to it, so we don't gotta worry. But anyway, that's a bad joke. Well, I need to, I need to pull up what Andrew Wilson said because uh, they were asked. All right, so we know the switch is at, we think like thirty-seven to thirty-eight million right now is the is the belief um which is very close to the xbox one it's off by about five or so million units six million maybe at the most which means by the end of christmas so we'll get into january the switch should have passed the xbox terms of install base and it seems that even ea's own investors are looking that and realizing that they need to start putting stuff on the switch but ea isn't so andrew wilson attempted to explain why and I don't know if everyone here saw the quote, but it was really, really uh, nonsensical, I guess is the best word. Right. Uh, and I know OJ had some strong opinions about it because uh, I, I, I saw your uh, your stream playback for it. I was like, I got to see what OJ says about EA and because <laughs> I already know you don't like EA. And then I hear yeah, them I say that thing about it. I'm like, let me see. <laughs> and it was it was about how I how I figured. <laughs> um, what <do> you say? <laughs> uh, can you read can you read like can you read the core uh i saw the headlines i didn't I, read the article can you read the core quote for me uh i can um this was in okay so here's one of them he was asked by investors as to why they're not doing it and the investors even brought up a game they said hey you should move the sims over because that seems like it makes sense. animal crossing isn't no, coming Animal no Crossing isn't excuse. coming this year, right? No Animal Crossing got moved next year. You feel like The Sims gets pushed out this holiday and you make a bunch of money. Oh, well, yeah, you know, there's no easy. excuse that that's not on the Switch. That li They literally put The Sims 
on everything. It's on cell it's, phones, right? You can literally, literally play on it phone. on a Game Boy, a DS. Like, there's no excuse. Like, it can run on a Switch, no problem. That's so, just extra cash that they're not. This picking. is this is what he said. He said we have a lot of data that would suggest that a great many Switch owners also own a PlayStation Four, an Xbox One, or a PC, and very often choose to play the games that we make on those platforms, even though they have a Switch and they enjoy a lot of great content on the Switch. That's that's what he told them. Well, how would they know if they prefer to play it on the other consoles if they don't even have it on the Switch? Well, when I go when I go to buy Madden, uh, I don't buy it on the Switch, Jordan. I buy it on the PS4. Well, your first mistake was buying Madden. But <laughs> I, did, you, did anyone realize that came out on Friday? By the way, yeah, I realized because Baron was I, talking. I about had it no idea day. it came out. I was like, wait a minute, Madden came out because <laughs> I was at Target and they had Madden all over. Oh yeah, Madden came out. <laughs> Man, I used to be so hyped for Madden back in the day. 2005, oh, man. I actually used to go to midnight launches for man. Madden. Yep. I think it was and around 20, <laughs> 2012. I stopped caring, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, back to EA uh, and their statement for the Switch. I have uh, on good authority that, and this doesn't apply to all their games, because obviously the mobile games, they should come across to the Switch easily, right? So as Jordan mentioned, but... I have heard that the Frostbite engine mm. is almost unportable to the Switch. It's it's that bad. Mm. And I think that's one of the roadblocks that they've had to deal with. So I don't know if that's, that's you know, the cause of every issue that they've had, but it's definitely something you can't rule out, right? Because we know how, how Frostbite works and how, you know, how clunky the engine is and exactly. all the issues they've had with it. it. The engine itself is already bad enough, like, I wouldn't I'd rather them develop something new because Frostbite is a very pretty but very flawed engine. Like it can make stuff look really hyper realistic or really cool with some effects and physics, but when it comes to stability, it is it is not good. Right. Yeah, cuz they had to they they did FIFA and they they just remade basically the older Fifas and brought them up to the Switch essentially used that kept that engine around and kind of touched it up. Mm-hmm. So they'd probably have to do something similar to Madden um for that so unless they figure out how to get frostbite working on the switch correctly uh that that is a good point because they moved all their sports titles to it Uh, i'll go ahead something i want to say is people in chat are talking about how frostbite does work on switch so what you don't understand is engines are very complicated they're giant cars with thousands of tiny little pieces and some engines just don't shift as well to other consoles like one of the things that was really famous is back in the day every engine worked on the xbox 360 every engine which is why every game would start on 360 and a lot of them would be ported to the ps3 so i think what people don't realize is that the switch is good the switch is programmed well but some engines it's just it's it's almost impossible i i will i will also say I don't think EA even invested into trying Frost. I don't know if they've even invested much into trying Frostbite. Maybe they tried out a couple of things and said this doesn't work, but I don't think they've even invested much time or effort. They were writing off the system before the system even yeah. launched. Yeah. But they the were fact. already saying they were already writing it off. So it's not like they went out there and even tried. Now I agree with everything that you guys are saying with the engine. Frostbite's trash, by the way. All you got to do is look at Andromeda. It, it doesn't work. I mean, all you got to do is look at the, the games. Like it doesn't work for a lot of different stuff. It's good for shooters, and that's about it. Their sports games would be better on a Unreal Engine 4. Well, they have, anyway, they have, you know, they have Frostbite on uh, mobile devices, apparently. Yeah, but they, is, they do, is, they, they is do that, that like Frostbite or is it like Frostbite apparently. mobile? There's a, whole, is it... there's a there's a there's a Sigrif 2015 course here, a presentation for Frostbite on mobile, and that was in 2015. I just think the uh, 
the the missed opportunity OJ you and I were talking about this the other day because I I believe that Apex Legends doesn't run on Frostbite, but source the fact it's it's on source, but source, yeah. the fact that they haven't put that on Switch as an opportunity to come back because I mean like right now the two games because there's no competition really in their leagues is Fortnite and Paladins. They need to get something like an Apex over there so they can start cornering the market on the Switch. And the fact they haven't done that yet is like. What are you waiting for? Like you could you, you could put it on anything. You're putting these games on literal cell phones. Well, they put it even, on the Switch. They could even go back and get some of their old games. Like they could go get the Ma- like Mass Effect trilogy and put it on the Switch or the Dead Space yeah. trilogy. Oh, like they God. can literally package cool. all this stuff up. Yeah, but like things like that, it's like I think even investors because investors don't want to hear about engines or anything. They just want to hear about how the game's going to the the Switch and it's you know going to sell well. There, that's all investors want to hear about. They don't want to hear about the Frostbite engine or anything, and it's they're just confused. I think the Sims yeah. makes sense though. I don't know why the Sims isn't on the Switch. That is that is it actually sh- a very good question. And he couldn't answer it, so it, it yeah. absolutely should be. You know, and I'll, I'll be honest. I'm that terrible consumer. If they sold um, Sims on Switch, I'd probably buy all the DLC. If they sold all the expansions separately, I'd be that dumbass buying Sims Pets for the fifth time. <laughs> it's a, it, it's a weird. If they released Mass Effect trilogy on the Switch, I'd I'd double dip on that for sure. hundred I mean, percent. That's something that Dude. I've I've wanted since the Switch was released. I think a lot oh, of people Dead would Space. Dead Space. I mean, that's the thing. You can go back and get a lot of these older games and be like, hey, it's on a portable system now. And some people would be like, wow, OK, that's worth me buying. But, but How see, about Skate 3? Put that on the Switch. We'll get some bad Joy-Con drift for sure because you have to use it to do all the tricks, but <laughs> oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you guys, this isn't just about this. This is not just about them when it comes to sales or anything. This is definitely like I said, this is ego. In my opinion, like I said, I don't know how many of you guys have been around people with that make that a type amount of money, but when they say something, they don't want to be proven wrong. They don't yeah. want to be wrong. They don't want to be yeah. proven wrong. And this is definitely part of it is ego. And it's like the Riccatello effect. I think the people that studied under him, I think it's still kind of branching to this day about what happened between EA and Nintendo with the Wii U and with the origin store. I mean, obviously that's not hundred percent confirmed, but it looks like there's a good say, authority that just, that's what happened. Is there you just know? bad blood between Nintendo and EA to that degree where they're just like, we're just not going to do anything with them. I think anybody under that was following, like it's going to have to be like, kind of remember how like Nintendo and Square Enix for a long time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. I, and I think it's something that's, Maybe in a little bit smaller aspect, but still somewhat similar to that. But, People that were in that, yeah. anybody that was in that era has to be gone or be replaced. And then maybe the relationship can be, but it, there's still like some, I think there's still a little bit of bad blood from that. And once again, they, they wrote off the switch. They didn't plant at all, like zero. And they didn't, they didn't about face or say, okay, we're going to develop more resources or say that they were wrong. Like all these Japanese companies and other Western, some Western companies have said, oh yeah, you know what? Now we're going to invest. They haven't said anything like that. So they're still just saying, hey, we were, you know, hey, look, we, they'll make up excuses. That's what I'm talking about. Like they'll make up excuses for what they're doing because they don't want to look at, they don't want to make it look like to investors that we bet wrong and we could have made more millions. Like, you know, they don't want to make it look that way. They want to sit there and bring up other stuff. Like, okay, well we attracted new players to Sims. Okay. Switch is fine, but we look at what we did here. You know, that that's classic. But in the, in the same way, they could play it off as that. This is a big jump for them to bring more money. And rather than saying, Oh, we're wrong. They can be like, guys, we're finally doing it. We're coming to the switch. Like they could play it off like that. They still have their ego. That's still having an ego though. Saying that, if they say, oh, it was our decision, we've wanted this for a while, we've, we've got it down pat, like this, we got this, it's in the bag, then they come off as the heroes to their investors rather than, oh, we're sorry, we were wrong, we'll go to the Switch. 
That's how they have to spin it. I don't understand how hard it is for them to figure out. Just put Sims on the Switch. They didn't already. even include it in their generation. They didn't even include it. They were completely right. They've been telling the investors the Switch is nothing for the past three years. You know? I hope I hope when they realize they're wrong and they kind of start turning it around and want to put games in there, Nintendo's like, nah, we don't need you. Well, oh. <laughs> it's gonna it, eventually the Switch is gonna get to you know 60, 70 million install base, most likely. And then the, the investors are really gonna ask them if they're not there yet. They're gonna say, look, the generations are restarting. So I, I wonder if, it, on the Switch. if it's more than that. I wonder if it's, you know, because the Switch, or I'm not saying it, it can't, but they believe that the Switch doesn't really fit their games as a service model. Ooh, with all that's the another thing. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you take your Switch with you, you get disconnected, you know, all that kind of stuff. I wonder if it's just, you know, they're thinking that, hey, you know, this doesn't really fit what we're trying to accomplish right now. That's a good I, point. I don't know. EA, EA wants everyone always connected. You're right. Uh, to the online. So that's that is a fair point. Uh, Unravel 2 went to the switch that's not really an online game right like that and uh they had another original Faye. apparently the team behind Faye really wanted it on the switch though so there you go but yeah you're right i mean you got to be always be connected that's why like even i mean fifa works but i guess like they're thinking madden like how is hockey struggles every year now i don't know how they don't put that on everything i don't even think that's on frostbite well, also, additionally, EA is really big about trying to sell season passes, like even their more single player focused games. They try and get you to buy a season pass up front. And mm. this is just speculation. You have to sell um, like season passes are sold differently on Nintendo Switch. I feel like like you have to call it a fighter's pass or you have to call it like this is the generations of Fire Emblem. Like you have to sell it differently. And I feel like EA is just lazy. <laughs> they're like, we don't want to restructure it. Like if they're not going to buy it up front with their Xbox one, we don't give a crap. Mm. Yeah, no, EA is EA is. Well, they're EA. Um, I mean, you know what EA stands for, right? What does it stand for? Evil assholes, you were close. <laughs> <laughs> uh man. Uh any any other comments on EA? Uh, you, you I, guys I still want to I still oh, want to say um this is the one thing that I will say is that this is their business, you know what I'm saying? And they they can run it how they see fit. So I'm, it's not like I'm like, oh well, they have to do it. Like I'm demand nah. It's their business. If they don't want to put stuff on there, that's on them. Like they don't they they can run it how they see fit. So that that's that's their thing. I do want to say that. It's not because like I'm be- I'm not begging like some people are beg for I'm not begging for shit from EA. Like they can they can do whatever <laughs> yeah. the hell they want, like you know? I'm like Star Wars, I'll just get Star Wars on the Xbox or whatnot. Yeah, but... you just if you want something, just buy it on a different system. But I ain't begging I, for I think it's just I, it's more or less their response i think that that confused everyone and, and made it a talking point like if they had just yeah. said we don't want to be on the switch and then they moved on most people were like all right whatever it's fine <laughs> yeah. they didn't even they didn't even answer the question at all so i uh, there's got i bet you there's a really interesting story behind this and i bet you it comes out eventually like i don't know if kotaku or somebody ends up getting the details on it and it's this crazy thing in the background that's going on who knows yeah someone's going to write a uh auto uh, bi- a biography on andrew wilson like in 10 years or something and it's going to be all sorts of you know oh yeah yeah <laughs> that'd be stuff. interesting yeah. to hear about yeah. It's going to be called The Man Who Hated Fun. Eyes Wide Shut. shut it's, a, it's a good title. Sounds actually. like a young adult adventure novel. It Very does. Cool. The it Man does. Who Hated Fun. Pseudonym <laughs> <laughs> would be the co-host on that. Or would be like the, <laughs> the other oh, one. Oh, man. That would be named great. His do- he named his dog Luigi or what, what did he do? <laughs> he looks so oh, excited. Or his uh, son or something. You hear about man. all of his plans to take out 007? That would be great. 
Um, Evan, we have a, a Discord question we can go over before we move on to the ESA stuff. Uh, is there any system that you got a bunch of games for before getting the actual system? That we got games for before getting the system? Ooh, that's a good question. Yes. Mm. Uh, I got... So back when the Wii came out, um, it was like impossible to find. I remember but that. I yeah. knew I was gonna I was gonna get one, right? So I ended up um buying a few games through the launch games ahead of time that I found in stores, and then I eventually got the Wii like two weeks after Christmas we found one in a at a, at a place that had one left. But yeah, I bought a few games for it ahead of time. That that's about it. Usually I have the console first, but sure. I uh I kept finding um uh, Sega CD stuff for super super cheap like a lot of these games are like 20 bucks 50 bucks some of them are like 100 bucks I kept finding them for like two or three dollars so I kept buying them um, and then I kept trying to buy Sega CDs on the internet and every one I got was broken so I ended up with like 30 Sega CD games before I ever had a Sega CD console <laughs> uh, I had a, I, the original Xbox actually back then it was it was I think it was around Christmas time. It was really hard to find an original Xbox like this. It was around the time Halo 2 came out, I think. So it was like towards the end. It was like it was actually hard to find it back then. Mm. And uh, I had Halo 2, the original Fable and I want to say Crimson Skies. And I didn't have an Xbox yet. So I ended up finally finding one that holiday. But yeah, I actually accumulated a couple games because we all played Halo a lot. And I actually I just had the game because I bought it before I got the system. That's the only one I could really think of. Because usually you just buy the system on launch or like when you can, and then you get this, the games. Although mm-hmm. a lot of people bought Breath of the Wild before they got the Switch, so there you go. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't recall ever buying uh, games before I had the system. Nah, nope. Because I've been able to purchase systems for a while because I've always had a job dating back to like 2003 or something. Like that. So I've always been able to, you know, whenever I buy the system, I get the game. So. Well, I know you. Since you got the Vita not too long ago, did you get games for the Vita before you ended up picking up the Vita? I, I had some games that I already had for the Vita because I had a Vita beforehand oh, okay. and sold it. So I had some games that I and I did buy a game or I did buy a couple games before my new Vita came in. So I mean, I guess that's technically I bought a uh, Tokiden or whatever. I bought that before my new Vita came in. So mm. I guess there's that. Interesting. Um, what about uh, do we have another Discord question? Evan, we can go over. Uh, do you think Stadia will have a good start if you could port over all comparable games from your Steam library? Why? Like, you just, move, you just move your ownership over just yeah. like that? Like, bam, that's, I don't know if that would ever happen, but, uh, I mean, Stadia would be free to use next year. How crazy would that be to move over ownership and then Stadia just kind of, like, closes down? <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, like, he's saying, like, you could access your Steam profile through Stadia and then you could fire up the different games that you own in Steam. That would help it a lot. But Google also would lose a lot of money at the same time because then they wouldn't sell you those games like The Witcher 3 or anything like that that requires a high end PC. They wouldn't make any money from it. Then uh, it would be great be- because technically then you could just access your steam library from anywhere without having to worry about having a pc in front of you when you have the <laughs> 1080 60 streaming next year but i don't i don't know how that makes sense for google and i don't think valve cares to do that i can't wait to play so, uh witcher 3 on my cell phone so i i've had a bunch of people tweeting me so obviously i had that viral tweet burning um uh, google stadia this week uh that oh really, yeah like, around and i had a bunch of people replying to me with other screenshots and it looks like maybe 
some of the the followers on Twitter for the Google Stadia account seem like they're bots because their engagement is so crazy low. I think that nobody's going to buy Google Stadia. I think it's going to flop. Honestly, mm-hmm. looking at like their likes and dislikes and the conversation around it, I don't think anybody cares. I think everyone's watching it out of morbid curiosity. I think this thing's going to. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pick it up like I said. Just yeah, you say nobody, but, but show of hands, who here is getting it? I'm getting it. Hey, but <laughs> I'm getting it when it's twenty bucks. That's... There you go. There you go. I mean, I'll get uh, one eventually, but I'm not gonna get one on launch. Find one at a flea it... market or something. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. this old thing. <laughs> well, it's uh, just a controller. It's not really anything. <laughs> that's all. Honestly, that's all I want to check. All I want to check out is the controller because other things is the Chromecast. Can you so. imagine how confused parents are going to be if, like, this is at like GameStop and it's just a controller, and someone's like, "Oh, this is the new game system." I'm like, that's just a controller. Where, well, where's the system? It's uh, like, well, everything's the system. It's gonna be parents so are going to buy that. It's going to be so hard to explain Sadie to parents at Christmas time. All you need is a controller. That, I don't think that's their target. Is that that's not their tar- their target is. The people who know what's up with online already, you know what I I'm feel saying? Like their like, target, that's their are, target. Are, are literally the people who watch YouTube and stuff, and it just pops up with a button that's like, "You can yeah. play this now." <laughs> yeah, they're planning, on, and you know they're gonna get they're gonna get people shilling the product too. You know they're gonna get YouTubers shilling the product. So wait you know, a minute, I'm gonna be unboxing and checking this thing out for free. Hold on, no, hold on. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you know you're gonna. I mean, like you know, get you're that chat or something like that. You know, you're gonna get somebody big YouTubers that already have clout within YouTube, right? Because he was the one who he hosted. Didn't he do some hosting for that? For the Matt Patton did some hosting for the yeah, he hosted yeah, the yeah, announcement yeah, event. Yeah, so yeah. you know he's gonna you know he's gonna do they're they're paying him to come there and talk about it. So you know he's gonna be there on there talking about hey, on his. Hey, I need some more. I need some more GameCube games. <laughs> let me know Google. let me know <laughs> pay me in gamecube games Cut the check <laughs> and i'll just you know what stadia isn't the worst thing i've ever used there you go we're good <laughs> oh man that is, is that gonna be the such title a of your video or yeah that's not the worst it's not the worst thing i've ever used ever <laughs> so i i worked at a video game store called entertain mart when the psp go came out which was a digital only handheld every single one i ever sold the parents brought it back the next day because they didn't know where the games went like i i still feel like people are not going to understand the stadia Mm. man it's gonna be weird when that comes I, I, it comes out i just gotta see i don't i don't know i i want to see the reception to it uh I and mean, i want to i need to PSP, check sorry go. sorry man the, the psp go came out at at a time where you know no one was was you know um understanding how digital games work yeah sorry so, un- unfair comparison yeah yeah but i mean so much time has passed now that i mean if 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 people don't know you know what this is then uh, google is has missed seriously misjudged the market and i don't think so you know mm. you know it's interesting. i think the you said the psp go right that's what you just mentioned you know i think i think if yeah. nintendo did a switch light without a cartridge slot i think they could get away with it now yeah i think uh, they could like if it was like cheaper if it was even sad. cheaper like <laughs> i mean honestly yeah because they wouldn't make it 250 dollars <laughs> so how much I mean, cheaper would it be though just to have no cartridge what if, they got that, what if they got that thing to like 170 or something it, it would have to be under 200 i just feel yeah, like switch switch collectors are very very serious about physical collecting That's it true. seems yeah, anecdotally true. it seems like the people the people we talk to on the internet seem like they're very fixated mm-hmm. on that so i feel like I'm it would have to be a big price cut 
But I mean, yeah. I see people yeah. talk about 50 bucks for me. Yeah, then I see a lot of people 50. talk about like the convenience for digital games because not every game on the Switch is, even has a physical copy. Like a lot of us accumulate like indie titles and stuff. And if you could just get a system that I guess is cheaper and uh, it doesn't have a cartridge slot because you're not going to carry a bunch of games with you when you travel. There, well, there's some cool stuff with, I mean, digital, like if you buy it, like I actually bought a digital version of Fire Emblem, even mm. though I have the physical version, so I can easily play it on my Switch here and then play it on my Switch in my bedroom and then play it on my Switch in my living room. Yeah, how many Switches you got? You know, I've got a lot. But anyway, um, <laughs> so like that's one thing that you can do with digital, whereas physical, you'd have to actually pick it up and take it. So for the laziness factor, you know, digital is good for that because it lets you You know what would be really interesting profile, is if no. they released it, it was the same price at like the $200, but it was 128 gigabytes of storage on board. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, if they up the, uh, the internal, uh, you know, SD or the 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 NAND in there that would yeah. be compelling. They go cheap. They just give you a they give you a, a, a SD card with 128 on it. Yeah, I was gonna say they just try. That would be funny. They would roll. You know, good or well, they're not gonna put a 128 flash. Nah, no, I know they try to spend that. <laughs> taking that seriously though, no. If they did that, I do think it would sell. I I think especially if they discounted it somewhat, the way the the Xbox Arcade was, where they're like, all right. Mm. It, if they called it like the digital switch, the switch it all. Mm. I mean, I, I switch, switch it all. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, if they just call it switch all digital, then it's literally just sad. I guess that's what it spelled out. So Nintendo's sad, man. <laughs> Nintendo's sad. Oh, man. Um, let me go through. Uh, let me pull up some of these super chats. Then we'll talk about the ESA and the e- E3 and all of that. Um, we had Josh Day Neuer saying, this is for Film Wave. We just talked about that, Jordan. Could happen. Could happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Wishbone says, I'm excited for next-gen Neo Geo console. Thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know if I'd be too excited. <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they make it without the screen and it's not like a you know, little arcade-looking thing and it's just a regular system that's like a plug and play then i would be interested um i i don't know if i'm that interested in hauling around like this big like tower again so i, I don't know we'll see if it's truly um a a neo geo 2 in other words they they really think about the hardware that they're going to implement rather than just another soc you know from from china that's that's cheap to, to implement <laughs> then I may be interested in it, but as, as of right now, it just sounds like another follow-up to, you know, the Neo Geo, yeah. which is, you know, we've already seen that before, and, and I, I don't really know. They just, they just don't cheap out Neo Geo. Don't don't cheap out on the Neo Geo, because I think there are collectors who will spend the money to get a really good one. Right. If they if they, if they announce this hardware and they say Metal, Glo- uh, Metal Slug 7 is coming, and um, I mean, we know about Samurai Showdown's already had, a, had an mm-hmm. update, but some of these kind of old franchises they bring back, um, then yeah, I mean, that, that may be compelling, but as it stands, I'm kind of waiting to see what they announce. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then um, Ty says, all the Switch talk, can we get a Vita farewell? Uh, it's not 2016 anymore, so... Uh... Vita farewell. I, I, Anyone want to say anything about the Vita before we move on? I thought we had, I thought we, the Vita has been we gone for a, a while. We already did fair. There's already been the farewell video. <laughs> yeah. 
But I guess years ago, technically it had a recent spike in sales. Hey, it had a recent release in Japan. Okay, so (laughs) which is hilarious that that have you guys seen the prices for for Vitas online? Is it that bad now? It's like the same Vita that I bought is like I saw it for three hundred and fifty dollars on Amazon. The ice, I, the ice blue. V- I mean, the prices fluctuate, but it's there's not one at like GameStop a- right now. I saw it for 180. I might go. I might go grab that. Go if you guys, if you guys see ice blue, you see the orange. Yep, I it was ice blue. Yeah, I that red. Buy those right, even if it's used. Buy it right now because I'm telling you, in five or six years, those things could be seriously no joke. They can be like a thousand dollars or something like that. It, 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 they're they're out. They're done. There's no more production. They're, I'm gonna go grab one of those because I'm gonna grab the one yeah. I saw because it was used, but it looked pretty good and it was I think 180 at GameStop. So based on what you're saying now, it sounds like it's worth picking up. Oh yeah, it's absolutely worth picking. It's absolutely worth picking up if you I, see Vitas. They, they're like I saw them in my and you know we're in my GameStops and now they're all gone. All the Vitas are gone because like all the collectors are gone. Like, everybody's like honing in on it now, you know. So yeah. Well, you'll be dropping a lot of money on Monday then, John. You got the, the oh, Vita yeah, yeah, and I got the, the Switch. Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. The Vita sounds like a good investment, though. So, you know. Vita's a great yeah. system. So I did, I did a video. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely going to open it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll check yeah, it out. I mean, just the regular Vita. They're selling, they're selling Vitas for $305 online, man. Jeez. You mean, Amazon. Be, I bought a Vita in 2019, and this was what was inside. There you go. Right. Well, so I, I did a video a couple of years ago. I did like a life and death of the Vita. And then I also one of my most viewed videos ever is I did top 10 PS Vita games. If you never buy a Vita, I do want people to at least know it was a really, really good handheld. It just did not get support. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it is a good handheld. Um, there's a, a lot of there's a lot of good uh, niche JRPG style games on there. It's a um, very good handheld. It's the yeah. best. It's it's one of the best handhelds ever made. It's just the problem is in terms of just like the the problem is the games, but yeah. the actual system itself is fantastic. Yeah, it's just like the support just wasn't there. But and then Sony kicked that thing to the curb after like two or three years. They were just yeah, like, eh, it's not working. We're out. So, yeah, yeah. Someone mentioned the, the PSTV in the chat there, and they were like $20 as well. They were throwing them out, if you remember yep. that. Now they're expensive again. Yeah, PS Vita yep. TVs are pricey if you want one. Yep. Uh, last, last Black Friday, they were selling them for 50 bucks, and I uh, I bought one again. So I, I got one. Yeah, and it's a Vita on your TV. It can stream your PS4. So if you have, like, multiple rooms, you can just, like, plug in one PS4, one PSTV. You have two PS4s. Uh, then there Ooh. is uh, Alcatraz saying getting the Outer Worlds on Xbox slash PC from Game Pass, but I will definitely buy it on Switch if the port is good. I think I think there will be quite a few people who double dip on that, uh, especially if they release far enough apart and they could have some cool stuff even, you know, on there. So you never know. They could do some exclusive stuff so, or something. Um, Matt M says Mario and Sonic at the Olympics is going to be great. I haven't really looked too much into that. Uh, I know they have a skateboarding mode, right? And I saw a lot of people talk about that, but I haven't I looked played at wakeboarding too, right? I played a A3. three. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, the oh, the mini games good. actually seem really well thought out from the videos I've seen. It actually, looks hmm. really interesting. Yeah, the skateboarding one looked kind of funny. I, I think at this point, I just I just want another good skateboarding game. So I'm like, I'm looking at Mario and Sonic the Olympics, and it's like skateboarding. And I'm like, this is gonna be amazing. This yeah, <laughs> just like I just who needs skate for right? <laughs> I just well, we got the bird one, one coming up, man. It's gonna be awesome. Game. All right, yeah. So I am going to check out Skatebird just because it, it it looks it looks funny. So and what's weird is the Epic Game Store seemed to turn them down because they wanted to sell on Steam as well. So I will uh, I will check Skate. We'll do a video on Skatebird. Okay, we'll skate around as a bird. All right. Um, 
Dave, uh, Dave Buford said, did anyone pre-order or considering the limited edition Marvel Capcom arcade one up machine thoughts on possible future of Capcom and Marvel. I was thinking about, uh, the turtles machine. I know I talked to you about that MVG and I was talking, I was thinking about the, uh, Marvel Capcom one. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about it. My problem is I don't have a lot of space for this stuff and turtles is big. That's a big cart or a big, um, cabinet. So I got to figure out where to put that. Uh, if I do get it, um, space. yeah, so. same. I- yeah. <laughs> I have actually, I have two arcade machines at home, but I want to add one of those. Yeah, I saw ones. your, um, I saw your uh, room tour, and you had that really, really cool one in that kind of that corner. It was like a yep. white arcade cabinet, mm-hmm. sort of. That's the Capcom one. Yep. That one looked awesome. I was like, man, that that was like that looks like the one to get right there. But yeah, the arcade. Apparently, the arcade ones are smaller. I know Sean RGT has one has a bunch. Scott, I think, has a few, and I don't think Wood has any. I'm trying to think of people I talked to about them because I was trying to figure out if I should get one. I was trying to figure out how big they were, really, because I, yeah. I haven't seen one in person. So I was asking people, like, can this like fit in a corner somewhere? Or does it have to be like dead center of the room? And a lot of them said I think they was like, uh, I'm trying to think of who said it was right in their living room. But I, I tried really, the yeah. I tried the turtles cab at E3, and I really beat on the buttons, and man, I I thought it was good. I, I was I was impressed um that's good that's good here it's it's in good shape the, the turtles one looks awesome so yeah that's I the one i want to buy the gallagher one well i'm hoping if they're doing turtles i hope they can do the simpsons also i i would oh, probably only buy the simpsons i live in an apartment and it's a like all right size i could not fit an arcade cabinet in here um, they're pretty sm- i mean they're pretty small but yeah i get what you're saying yeah um and sean's able to put them together so that means everyone can put them together so um, but he still struggles he can do it but he still struggles small children can easily put these together (laughs) Uh, uh, Matthew Campos says uh, if I'm shopping for a gaming TV what should I look for I would say uh, most of them have a gaming mode but you want to find one that has like the, the lowest possible input lag for that I mean, a monitor is the way to go, right? Right, OJ? Mm-hmm. Get the monitor. But Yeah, a monitor is the way to uh, go. There are, a lot of, there are some good TVs <laughs> that, that were... I, I know TCL is a very popular brand right now for uh, good pricing for what you get, especially for gaming. And then there are some some of the Samsungs, like the NU series, the higher-end ones of those that have good input uh, uh, latency for game mode. So that's just what you want to check. You definitely want to check input latency and see how all that goes. Some of them sometimes move over to TV from a monitor, and it's bad, so mr richard shadow uh two dollars no message then julian troop says thoughts on ooblets epic store debacle ooblets i uh, i retweeted about it basically they did a gofundme or something it became a game and then they announced exclusivity to epic store and they've been since then on discord and stuff basically ragging on people who've been complaining about it like actually calling them out and making fun of them a little bit uh there was a screenshot i shared where a guy said specifically that in his country epic game store doesn't take his currency so he can't buy games on epic game store and he wants that game at which time the uh i think i might still have it up uh the the, one of the devs was like we don't owe you the game dude and like that's a good that's a good way to talk to your customer okay all right now who everybody hates enough tim sweeney just tweeted about it today and he said we've carefully reviewed the ooblet situation it's hilarious i think was this tweet and everybody was like wow way to go tim sweeney way to lose even more freaking points from gamers well <laughs> uh yeah here's the here's the way i would go about 
if I was going to, here's what I would say if I was going to announce an Epic Game Store exclusive for my game that it's been developed for three years. I would say we're a small indie, we're a small indie team. They showed up with a million plus dollar check. It means that we can survive. We took it. And that's all I would say. I wouldn't call them dumb or anything. I'd just say, look, we're not EA or Activision or any of these big companies. It, it guarantees that we're going to be around for a while. And we took it. We'll use the that's, analogy. That's of, all I would do. <laughs> I remember the Rocket League guys uh, were very clear. They were like, we weren't sure if our game would be a success. As we were getting ready to launch, all of a sudden Sony showed up and said, we'll pay you like however many millions of dollars if it's a free PlayStation game for quite a while. And that was a huge success for them. It basically got them onto millions and millions of consoles. It got people streaming it. It got people playing it. People are still playing Rocket League. So I would just be like, hey, we're not the bad guys. Uh, and yet they had to make themselves the bad guys. I mean, they had the uh, the PS3 game, like that super acrobatic rocket power, like that long name. It was basically the yeah, same thing. Super aeronautic uh, rocket powered cars. Yeah, yeah that, that game was great. And then I'm glad like they turned it into to Rocket League. But this thing, like, this this response is like, three pages long and all it has to be is one paragraph maybe three sentences of what i just said and that's it <laughs> like they're they're talking about like climate change and, and <laughs> <laughs> what it's oh, I, I don't know if they were trying to be funny about it but that's uh, so weird why would you do all of that ah uh, man it was originally crowdfunded yeah but that, they're also gearbox and uh you know all of that oh, they, yeah. they, they technically don't need Still. that big game storm i like this is legitimately a small yeah. indie developing team that's probably was like saw the most money they've ever seen right in front of them to just put their game on the epic game store and they you know they took it it's also on xbox i believe as well so um but that, that's that's what i would have said i just feel like yeah we're small we're gonna take this money that's it like <laughs> Most people would have said, okay, yeah, all right. Um, I, I guess they were just suspecting major backlash. And to be honest, that's how I learned about what the game is. <laughs> I hadn't heard about the game until now. So there you go. Um, the, the E3 ESA MVG. Oh, man. Uh, they messed up pretty bad. They did. They this, did. This wasn't this was this was crazy because this happened. This happened last night. I feel like this happened last night because we every, people were scrambling yep. like all of last night. It was like seven o'clock at night Eastern and then on, I think something like that, where people were scrambling. It was not good. Uh, E3. I'm going to say this now. I think E3 is done. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So I was no at, going. Uh, I was watching uh, I was at Hobbs and Shaw last night at the movies and it was like three quarters of the way through. And my phone started to blow up about this E3 thing. And man, it uh, I agree. I think that this could really be the end of E3, quite honestly. It, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I thought, you know, maybe for the first few hours that it wasn't as serious at me as what I thought it was. But today with all the, the big news um, sites picking it up and I mean, there is, you know, tweets from a lot of journalists and a lot of content creators that are clearly pissed off about this. And a lot of them are talking about class action lawsuits and, you know, getting attorneys. I mean, this is, this is big. Yeah. This yeah. Is big. I was, I was, I was kind of going back and forth. I was like, do we cover this on here or not? But because it would signal boost, but at this point, it, it, all the big mainstream places are writing about it. It's, it's out there. People are talking about it. There is a list, a very large list 
of uh, guests in the media who attended E3. And we're talking over 2,000 names, addresses, phone numbers, everything. And it's just out there. It's just like it's out on the Internet now. Um, and there are places that are just like posting it. So uh, it, it's all out there. And the worst part is it was just it was just on their website, right? Like MBG, yep. it was just it, it was just a link on their website. Yep. You could just download the, the spreadsheet, and it's like, what? How? And apparently, it was there since February. Now, all this information is kind of alleged. You know, we, we we're not we're not completely sure if this is you know the, the the timeline is is accurate. But you know, from what what we've been told is that they posted the link to this kind of big kind of media list on their website, which was just a um, which is part of the website. Uh, since February, and it's been there ever since. And you know, this this person, I don't know her name, the journalist that kind of was the whistleblower that that reported on it yesterday, basically had heard about it and said, you know, I, I need to report this to to the ESA, and she she did so. But um, the word was that it was already already spread around. It was already on web archive, and Google Cache had already picked it up. So it was already too late by the time that you know that had already happened. And and here we are, obviously, today. Yeah, it wasn't it didn't seem to be password protected and they put everything in one spreadsheet on their site that was easy to find, apparently. Um, and now you're right. People are talking class action lawsuits. What were you saying, Max? Just for a little bit of clarity, because some people may be confused by this. Typically, what happens is if you're going in an official capacity to a convention just for official like contractual purposes, they ask for your like phone number and stuff so that if something comes up, they can contact you or they'll be like, hey, we need an address to mail your badge. And most people just put their personal information on it because it seems like you're just telling this giant company like ESA you don't think that that information's ever getting out there and somehow ESA just took all this personal information from YouTubers and journalists and random little bloggers who are lucky enough to go to E3 and now that just got plastered everywhere yeah. i know some yeah. of the a lot of the journalists got lucky in terms of home address because a lot of them just put their offices like i know like the IGN employees and everything mm -hmm. put that um, but a lot, like a smart idea is I know some people would use their PO box address, um, just yeah. to keep it a little bit safer. And just but then again, hindsight's address. 2020, you know, yeah. like it's, it's a crappy situation. Anyway, you look at it, I think a, a class action lawsuit is definitely well, well-deserved in terms of this, uh, in terms of E3 being done. I mean, this, this is. This is a pretty big nail in a coffin right here, if you ask me. Like, yeah, it's bad. It's well, who's really going? Bad. Who wants to go back to E3 next year? Now? I was. I wanted to go next year because of the consoles, yeah. but no. Yeah, I did too. But I'm like, putting now? down fake phone numbers, fake names, <laughs> fake addresses. Like, oh, my name. My name is John Fake, and I live on Fake Street. <laughs> but, but think about think about what a lot of these people are about to do at a class. They're about to in a class action lawsuit. They're about to declare war on E3 and ESA yeah. in, in the courtroom. You know, and it's like, and this is where Comic-Con comes in and buys year? it. Uh, okay, so the, the E3, I think it was PAX, the company that runs PAX has actually tried to buy E3 okay. from ESA before. Um, they've done, they've tried because having E3 linked to the ESA is actually really a strange thing if you really think about it. Um, but that's one of the reasons a lot of people theorize that E3 is so expensive for companies to attend is because it's wrapped up with the ESA. Uh, but keep in mind, ESA is also doing things like loot boxes aren't gambling, everything's cool over here kind of thing, you know, and uh, uh, it's very much a lot of money tied into a place that shouldn't necessarily be tied into. 
I can uh, tell you for a fact that the address thing um, was meaningless this year. They don't mail your badges. You go get the badges at the convention with a, with an ID. So really, I mean, at the end of the day, you can put anything as your address and, and your phone number, quite honestly. I mean, they may try to contact you, but the, the, you know, it, once you show up to the event and you just hand them your ID, you get your badge. So you can put anything down. Yeah. Also, I, I, uh, I, a lot of the people that I talked to that were on the list, they've already changed their phone numbers and stuff. So yep. I know, I'm sure people were texting them or calling that number. Somewhere. Most most of those numbers are dead now. So there's really no reason to even do that anymore uh, for the people that were thinking the 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 point zero 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 one percent of people you know that were even thinking about that is there's no point they're all dead now the 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 phone numbers they've all been changed um but uh it's still the problem you run into there is it's very sensitive material and e3 is going to attempt to run it again next year but do all of those media members go back next year i feel like i wouldn't i think they will because E3 is always a big money maker for, you know, these companies. So I think that is if the ESA can guarantee that this type of thing won't happen again or if there's settlements or whatever the case is, I think this is not this is not the first and last time there's been a data leak at big places, right? And companies have survived. Um so it's going to be how they handle the the it's going to be how they damage control and how they handle the fallout whether e- E3 is going to be back next year and how it's run and how many people go. But there's a lot of money tied into this, so I, I don't see them relinquishing that. I mean, you guys see the view numbers for e- everybody makes a lot more money during E3. It's just uh, no matter but what. That's the thing. I think that we'll see a lot less of the creator or self journalism, you know, journalist people uh, not going because, like you said, you can make you know that living or that constant content just from being at your house because you can instantly be pumping out this content and watching everything happen. <laughs> I still think we'll see like the IGNs or the game explains the people that kind of have to be there will still have to go regardless. But but I think we'll see a lot more reservations from the YouTuber, you know, self financing people aside, you know? Yeah. And we'll see a lot more PO box numbers and Google, uh, friggin' phone numbers. Like that's what we'll see instead. I mean, if, if you're a YouTuber, it's probably more, if you're like a single, it's probably more efficient just to stay at home. I think, And I, I went there three years in a row, and I can tell you right now, you make more money just by staying at home. It's more efficient to just stay at home and cover it from there. Because if you're a one man team and maybe you got somebody else to help you, you still gotta you gotta wait in line. Yeah. You, you don't have a bunch of people. You don't get the access like unless you're somebody who gets like interviews all the time and like you can get that access, but you still have to wait all day and then go home and do it. You don't got a production team that can get that ready for you right away. So for a lot of people, I think what Jordan is saying is correct. It's just stay home. You know, now it's like, okay, well I was going to go, but now I'm just staying home no matter what, you know, I think it's going to be like that for them. Yeah. I mean, at at this point, just make it, just make it, just make it what it is. It's just a public, you know, gathering around video games. It doesn't have to be, you don't really need trade show mixed in with it. It's, these companies aren't showing up to talk about deals with games or anything anymore like that, like they used to back in the day. Uh, and the only problem, man, the only problem is I really wanted to go next year because the new systems are going to be yeah, there. And now I'm like, do, do, should I go? I don't think I should. I guess where I'm, I'm like, I think I'm done. I'm honestly, yeah. I think I'm done with I, just go, it's, just, just go there. Like be like McLovin with the, with the fake idea. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Apparently, like, they're like, they're like banning people for badges and stuff. Oh, and dude, like, they, they, uh, they, they check IDs there. Like I went this year and, and let me tell you my story. So I was very, very lucky. I didn't get on that list because I ended up, I was, I, I got a ticket late. So I got a gamer pass to start with. And then I, 
like a few days before the event, they said, oh, we'd sold out of media badges, but I ended up getting an upgrade. I just kept bugging them. They gave me one. So I think this list was already kind of done by the time um, I was on there. But every single kind of door you open to go into another area of the convention, they're checking your badge. Sometimes they'll they'll ask you for an ID. So you've got to pull out your driver's license. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of times they ask you mm -hmm. for, for your credentials. Here's here's what I think has to happen. I think at this point, PAX needs to to really step in and uh, and just take advantage. Make PAX East where we see the new consoles, mostly because it's very close to me compared to E3. Yeah, but, yeah. Do that. You you may be joking, but that'd be a very smart idea. Like yeah. I go to PAX South. I live really close to PAX South, which is considered mm. like the indie gaming one. Yeah. Uh, and this year, Sony was there showing off the first gameplay Ooh. demo ever of Days Gone. I think that but, people are probably already looking like makes yeah. PAX great again. I mean, think about it. We have uh, when so we expect new systems out uh, next holiday, right? PAX East is going to have happen packs south and PAX south west. is in I, january and then we'll have pax east then pax west is in august september it's like PAX always Australia. right at the end. well why not just why not just Australia, why not just take yeah. the ps5 show it at the playstation experience and then say hey guys we're touring packs because we have like a three conference you know three convention deal with them we're going to take the ps5 to those places uh we're going to skip e3 again because you know it's e3 and then we'll launch it in the holiday sony was right there's a reason they skipped this year like, <laughs> does Sony really need to go back at this point? Like, are they really going to make a whole uh, effort to go back? Sony was like, look, man, we got Ridge Racer in the back. We're not getting doxxed. Let's get out of here. <laughs> can't get doxxed if you don't show up, right? Dude, yeah. I'm telling that's, you, man. They'll have Max that's go up on, that's high IQ right there. They'll have Max go up on stage and announce Ridge Racer. <laughs> hey, guys, how do you feel about rave, r r r uh, racing? Yeah. How do you feel about racing? <laughs> I, I, I can't oh, help but think they, they're going to take the year off next year and you know reassess everything and then come back to the You know what's interesting year. is they also, a lot of people from mixer were on that list yeah and i yeah. kind of wonder if microsoft takes accept exception to that and is like mm. wait ninja was on the list <laughs> yeah right no that would have been that would have been something else if he was on that list but uh no uh but like a lot of mixed people uh sony singapore i think was on that list mm -hmm. uh i don't nothing about nintendo but like you look at that and you go oh, maybe those companies go do we need e3 like that i don't know because it costs them a lot of money yeah, Nintendo doesn't even show up. They just give digital presentations. They don't need to do I mean, they do, do they do they do the big booth and everything. That costs sure. them a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have to rent, you know, they don't have to pay for the space to do a whole presentation. Oh, like yeah, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. I've heard the prices even for some of the, the like the you know, like the little game like GameSpot or IGN booths, even those are like thousands of Well, that's like why small, that's why I wanted Nate. That's why I wanted Nate here because he knows how much some of that stuff costs. I don't he think he can me, say it though. I'm not I'm not sure if he's allowed to say it. I, I know some of the prices uh, but um but i don't know if he's allowed to say that, that, that i know some, I, I know some of that stuff dude some of that stuff's millions like we're talking a lot of money dude yeah. for some of those spots uh so i mean i don't know we'll see i'm gonna be curious because they their statement was really bad on it their response it was it was basically like oh well <laughs> that was kind of it they moved on oopsie um they, I, mean, I mean yeah so uh, we'll see it's gonna, it's gonna be developing to come there. i think there's gonna be a, another announcement by them i think they'll they'll um come back with an update probably early next week on yeah because it happened over the weekends they they got to get together with lawyers they got to get together with all kinds of people and and put out an actual like this is what we're gonna do uh kind of thing so mm. 
I don't know. We'll see about that. Uh, but hey, you know what? I'll be honest. I won't be sad if E3 slowly fizzles out and PAX takes over. That won't bother me. So you know, I, I went this year, and you know, it was it was it was packed. Right, um, the lines were insane. But one thing that um, I kept seeing was the bars and the restaurants around the convention. None of them were full. They were all like half empty, and that is always a sign that there's less people at the event this year than there was in previous years. And I heard that from multiple people that, you know, there's a lot less people that were there this year. So who knows? I mean, it's it, it, it between between the kind of the dwindling numbers showing up. And this was a skip year. So there is that, you know, maybe next year there's going to be a lot more people to show up. But I, I feel like, you know, it's becoming more and more well, less relevant as the years go on, especially with these other events and, and these kind of live streams and directs and, and things like that that, that happen. Mm. Sony not being there definitely caused... Yeah, you know, some people not not to go, but like a lot of so you talk about like the bars and the restaurants around there, they jack yeah. up the price. First of all, oh, it's yeah. already. I mean, I live right next. By the way, I live very close to E3, and I don't even go. Like I, I can get there in about an hour <laughs> and a half. I live literally. It's so close. It's not that bad of a drive at all. I've made the drive multiple times, and they jack up the prices so much from what it was. LA sucks. Um, and it's fine if you live there, but whatever. I'm just saying, like a lot of stuff that happens there, like the traffic and everything that goes on during that. I hate. I can't stand it. So it's like that's why people aren't going to the bars and stuff. The prices are ridiculous. Have you seen the prices that they charge for the food there? Well, yeah, I but, can't, but uh, it's got to be terrifying. That, it still is like a marker for that. Like New York Comic Con, every place within two blocks was packed. Uh, Baltimore Comic Con, same thing. Oticon, same thing. Like if it's a convention with a healthy amount of people, even if it is expensive or the crazy amount of traffic they do just get filled up well, i'm 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 glad that people weren't going there damn right freaking 30 dollar burger screw you guys uh, <laughs> you know where you know what i we don't convention i want to go to um i want to go to tokyo game show that would be interesting. that would be fun that'd be fun that'd be interesting let's learn japanese right now let's do okay. it okay Spawncast right. goes to tokyo let's Konichi do it spawn goes to tokyo full like eight episode series that'd be dope dude <laughs> I, i've heard japanese conventions are very different i've heard like american conventions are like celebrations of gaming we like run around and celebrate and people are in cosplay and stuff um i've heard japanese conventions are super serious like people show up and like all right play the fucking demo get out i, like, I feel they're more like car shows in japan Japan. like from all the pictures and video i've seen they feel like car shows uh, sorry i didn't mean to be hating on la guys by the way i'm just letting you guys know i mean i'm, I'm from i'm from the i'm from the area say like i'm not trying to hate on it it's just some parts of LA. oj goes backtracking again. i'm sorry it's just, i'm sorry i didn't want to hate on it because i guess well like, whatever, let's say let's like, say it pax you know. comes in it does grab the e3 or something like something really bad happens here right and they they grab e3 and they move it that would be crazy too though if pax took over e3 like they were thinking about trying to do before and they moved it somewhere else it could happen that's a good comment from david's podcast tokyo joy-con drift <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm telling you i'm sorry those would make that would be a good series spawncast goes to tokyo that would be Spawn amazing then eventually Spawncast goes to Gamescom, stuff like that. So. Production costs would be astronomical. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> the yes, cost of would. that would be astronomical. It's like maybe in a couple of years when we can get the budget. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. I better be making like some 40-minute episodes here or something. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It would be we, we need to get some sponsors for that yeah, one. Just find, some, sure. find yeah. some energy drinks that we're always drinking. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll check with Google Stadia. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> like, Wait, we just got to hit up 
We set up Google, Game Pass. Game Pass. Google, give us the check. Yeah, okay, Google Stadia just got a little better. <laughs> hey, it's it's all done on Mixer. Mixer flies us there. We have to look at all the Microsoft games. They like stream yeah. us. We're calling it right now. If, if they have the money for Ninja, yeah. if they got that Ninja money, then then they'll definitely cover our flights. They have the Please. Tokyo money, <laughs> but we also need the production stuff. We're gonna need some up. Like they need to cover. We need, we need some sponsors to kind of come in and get this done. It would be dope though. That would be a dope series. Oh man, uh, let me go through some of these super chats where we finish up with Ninja and Mixer, and then Evan, you said we still had we have Discord questions still, Evan. We got one question that I'll go with. Why don't, you, why don't you hit us with the one question then while I get these together here? What are your thoughts on the M Classic? It's from the company I believe is pronounced Marseille. I saw that uh, Bob did a video on it. It's supposed to upscale and like make the, it, the stuff look better, right? It's an external uh, upscaler. It's like a mini PC in what appears to be a USB stick that has HDMI in M- and out. It's similar to the M cable then. Similar, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, I think it's designed more for older games though. This right. the no the M Classic from what they showed on their well it might be but the M Classic showed on the actual crowdfunding thing claimed Switch PlayStation Four Xbox One all the more up to date stuff. I believe I'm getting a review unit, so I will uh, I'll definitely check it out if uh, if that happens. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be curious to video on it. I think from what I've heard, and I could be wrong. It upscales everything to 1440p, and it does a pretty good job of doing it. So, I mean, if that if that's what it does, that that's definitely interesting to me. Hmm. I mean, okay. it's supported by a guy from NWA. It's got to be good. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Let me. Uh, I'll check that out. I'll look into that. I I saw Bob's video, but even if the the problem with trying to do these comparisons is going over YouTube's like compression and stuff on on like it's so tough. Yeah, that's why. Because like looking at it in person, it, it could look way different. But then you upload it to YouTube and the compression and everything, and it's like looks the same. Yeah, the two know, monitor so. reviews I did for us, it's the exact same feeling. It's like, how do I shoot against this? There's there's certain games that that kind of work better with YouTube. You know, obviously less motion and and uh, less blades of grass and stuff like that but yeah you're right i mean youtube is just going to chew up the, the video and it's going to look pretty much the same either way yeah um i'll, I'll check it out though it, it, it has my attention i'll say that um we have uh anthony anthony k's with two dollars no message thanks anthony phillips says where's arlo uh we'll get arlo on the spawncast at some point um we saw him at too many games and uh arlo is pretty cool so we'll, we'll get arlo on here uh joseph uh said called my GameStop and they have the new switch in mine does not but i might try again tomorrow just to see if maybe they went through shipments today or something i'll just double check uh stefano says ea would probably mess up skate force oh session hype i tried session session isn't bad i think the control scheme for session is a little weird though to be honest it, it takes some getting used to skate four has a more of an arcadey theme to it i don't know if you tried session jordan I have not yet. Okay. Uh, session is more simulation, I would say, than Skate 4. Skate 4 is more arcadey, um, but yeah. we, need, we need Skate 4. Got to bring back like a, yes. the one that puts the board between the two analog sticks and you actually have to use it with your fingers. Remember that one? Yeah. I, I never PlayStation. Tried it, it. it was on the PlayStation that 2. It was on the PlayStation 2, right? Yeah, because yeah, you can actually get the board and put it on the analog sticks, right? If I'm thinking right. I think I remember they had an accessory for that. It sounds uh, epic. I <laughs> Sounds video worthy over there, Jordan. Hmm. I tried uh, session out. I didn't. I didn't care for it. it you're right. It was too simulation. Use like the bumpers yeah. to like push or something. You control basically each foot with a different um stick. I think Jordan. So uh, it was. It's a little weird. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was off a little bit. Um. 
John, no message, one dollar. Thanks, John. Jar says people also said IGN was done after Muse and E3 is okay. I think the idea with that is IGN could point uh, to what was basically one employee, whereas this was the actual ESA leaking thousands of people's information. So it, it is a much larger deal. Uh, like there, I'm not saying any of the people who are on there, but there were some uh, fairly larger people on there. So yeah. that's people well, with people with big enough audiences to where if they start saying stuff about it, uh, it, it gets known very quickly. And that's why it's all over the place right now. I mean, there's actual celebrities who I think would probably be on the list, too, that were invited out to play. Like, I know Jack Black goes, you know, to those like there's like it's more than just like, oh, these YouTubers got their stuff. Leaked. Like there's celebrities that go too. I feel like a lot of people don't realize the rumor is that uh, E3 has been losing money over the yeah. course of last years and let's just be put this on the table a lot of events lose money a lot of conventions don't really make a profit but if this actually becomes a class action lawsuit e3 is done like they can't afford to fight off a lawsuit and run this stuff and that's where someone else is going to come in and buy it up when they're when they have no more money they're going to sell it and make that money back and then um uh phase and no message one dollar uh juice man vaughn says going to e3 isn't worth the disappointment anymore i i and the other problem is this past e3 was a gap year you know mm. uh i mean for the for for microsoft even sony didn't show up nintendo had a good e3 but like if you look at that uh, the best e3s are when all three companies show up there and have an awesome show you know that's like the best e3 uh, and it's crapping with each other as well that's even yeah better. it's great but like this this e3 that we just had i feel like isn't going to be as like the most memorable thing from that e3 is is probably banjo you're okay. breathtaking oh, that, yeah. <laughs> and, and the no. dog right the dog, oh, yeah. the dog, the dog. was cool yeah oh, I, man. I i flipped my for me freaking trials of mana was oh my god i i freaked out but that's me that was my favorite one of yeah my favorite you games. and no it's just about you no it wasn't just me damn it <laughs> got a lot of secret <laughs> mana fans out there and they're like a guy secret of man and you're like no, I was like Trials of Mana. That was a full <laughs> remake. Screw you. Uh, Ziljan says, if y'all going to go as a creator, get a burner phone number on a cheap Pixel 3a or something and just give them your P.O. box for your address. Probably yep. that's, that's some good advice. Yeah, there's yeah. many apps you can get for your phone that are secondary phone numbers like Sideline, oh. WhatsApp. Like you can do something like that and just use one of those numbers. Well, there we go. All right. Do that. Just give uh, ASI's number in their address. Oh, wait a minute, Ooh. Max. How's how's BlizzCon looking now, Max? Um, I'm still <laughs> nervous about it because uh, yeah, if they end up posting all that, it's definitely my address and real phone number, and they require a phone. So yeah, they made you like install like an app and everything for that, right? And yeah. I can't remember what APX or something. I can't remember now, but yeah, apparently I'm gonna have to walk up and actually get out my phone and like basically spit my dna into it well i'm being ridiculous but yeah it's a very intrusive app so oh, now is- when they ask the question well you guys don't have cell phones or whatever you'd be like i got mine right here <laughs> Sorry. i can't wait to see this if it starts a- tweeting out where you are and what you're doing at the convention like they oh, tried to a, do back in comic a- oh god this is a good comment that it's a shame Nate's not here. Uh, Alcatraz Ooh. says, what are your thoughts on Colin Moriarty and Chris Reagan getting kicked out of PAX West? Mm. I, I yeah. want to make 
this because I feel like there's so much misinformation. They were not kicked out. Their panel was canceled. Yes. And in my opinion, that's really stupid. I'm not really a fan of Colin Moriarty. I don't really watch any of his stuff or anything. I like to back on kind of funny, but it is really weird. So last minute to basically be like, nope, pack it up. Like a lot of their fans bought tickets to watch their panel. So yeah. it getting shut down is, in my opinion, a very bad move. What was, I he, agree. Kinda, what was he doing on the panel? I think this was a PlayStation related oh. panel. Like they weren't because I know in Chris's situation and definitely more in Colin's situation, they are very much in a political landscape where they talk about those issues more than gaming sometimes. And I think that a group of people probably went to PAX and was like, we can't have this here. You guys need to take it out or we're going to like make a big online stink. Something had to have happened for them to have saying cancel that, even though it was about were video they, games. I was going to say, were they just, they were just going to talk about PlayStation. I believe it was a place. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was about either PlayStation or just video games in general. It wasn't a wow. political or social climate related, you know, panel at all. What's wrong with talking about PlayStation? It's because it's the people who they are. I think it's it's especially in I think it's more in Colin's case because Colin is more of a more outspoken about it more than Chris because Chris is definitely more video game side. Uh, but yeah, they, it, it sucks that it happens that way. Yeah, I think that I don't think I, I like I'm not a huge fan of Colin's either, but I'd love to be on his show. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan of this. That's probably not going to get me on there. But anyway, um, like, okay. I don't think they, I don't think they should have canceled. His, I don't think they should have canceled. That's ridiculous. If he's there to talk about video games, why are you canceling the show? Especially if you're going to have him there. Like people out here trying to always trying to put people down. I, I think that's ridiculous, man. I mean, like goes back there. to cancel culture. We were talking the other day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. I mean, you don't have to like him, but so dude his his, repu- his reputation got him kicked off of what? That's weird. Okay. All right, that's odd. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't just let him have his. Here's the thing: from what I've seen on Twitter, there would have been way less uh, talk about it if they just went there, did their PlayStation podcast, and left. From what I'm seeing here on Twitter yeah. right now, and, uh, and, that, and that's the thing: is the smart move on Pax's part would have just been to shut up. Like honestly, they should have just been like, if somebody was complaining, they should have just let them do their panel. Like everybody goes like, I, I don't know. It's crazy. Someone in chat, Interesting. Like, Colin Morty already is, has basically been officially blacklisted. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Oh. Since, since hmm. Colin Moriarty is officially blacklisted, I guess people whispered in Pax's ear and they had to shut it down. See, I don't, yeah, I would say, I don't know about all this like behind the scenes stuff with all this, uh, but that's, that's odd. I don't know. It's uh, just going to talk about PlayStation. I don't really get that one, but no, I don't. I don't right. think he's. Yeah, I don't think I he's don't get that. I mean, they're Pax is a private organization. They can do what they want, but it seems weird. Oh, he didn't kill anybody, so I don't think. Yeah, he, I don't. I don't a, know. He should be allowed to go on there. I mean, I get people I disagree know. with his political opinions and all, but damn, like, dude can't have his own opinion on stuff. Come on. Yeah, especially if he's doing a panel and people are going to. I don't. I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, he's going to pull views, right? I mean. It's he's still going to get a, uh, a, a, a audience of, of people watching him. So I mean, I don't really get the point of, of why they did that too. Mm. Seems a little uh, strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's odd. It's, especially there, I assume they're showing up. Pax is running it to try to bring people in and make money. That say that seems more like an emotional decision from what I'm yep. seeing here. Interesting, agree. interesting. I don't get. It. I, I don't know why you do that. I would have just let him run this podcast then. You probably would have just left and we probably wouldn't have heard about it other than if you're at PAX. So, well, there you go. Instead, I yep. see a tweet here from him that has like 
four thousand likes and retweets and stuff. Yeah, so exactly, and that's that a, didn't go the right way for him, I think, for for <laughs> Pax West. Jeez, it, it's one of those funny times that happens in modern media where, in their effort to avoid a controversy, they created a controversy. Yeah. Must have been some pretty high people up though that stopped this from happening. You Apparently, know? man. Yeah. Uh, I see here he asked for a response from them and they didn't give him. Okay, they didn't give him one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, I guess they didn't want to answer why that happened. I guess somebody said something. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Okay, for the people who wanted to go and see them, I guess, I guess there. Um, clearly, he has fans with uh, his Patreon and everything here. So, okay, uh, Evan. Reeves says the ESA is the game industry's trade association. E3 is how they make most of their money. Does the game industry need need the ESA anymore? Hmm, probably. You know what? Probably not as much as they think they do. Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft feel like they have to be a part of it when they probably don't. I don't think I mean, we see what they do. They don't do much ESA. So I don't I don't know why these companies give them a lot of money every year to be a part of it. So. It's expensive, man, to go to E3. And, you know, Sony, clearly, I mean, they, they didn't need them this year and they're, they're doing just fine. So, you know, maybe yeah. this is the beginning of something larger to come. Um, Brooks Look says, uh, best cheap Switch game. Cheap? Uh, <laughs> Neon, Chrome. Neon Chrome is a co-op twin stick shooter where basically everybody in the entire world is dead except for this one tower basically global warming has destroyed everything except this one building and you're playing a person who has hacked into the security robots every time you turn on the game you get a randomized character and have to try and fight your way to the top of the tower it's single player or it's co-op it usually is on sale for like three bucks neon chrome i've put about a hundred hours into it i would say go get a golf story yeah, that's that's and that that one's physical too at Best Buy. So if you want to go there and try to find a physical version of Best Buy, you can do that. I would also say there's a game called Graceful Explosion Machine, which is pretty good too. That's about twelve dollars for that game, and it's a lot of fun. They have leaderboards. It, has, it uses HD Rumble really well. It like especially if you're playing handheld mode, it feels great. Graceful Explosion Machine, love that game. I'm gonna uh, say virtual racing. I love virtual racing. A, a player split screen, man. Let's go, yeah. handheld. Let's do it. Call <laughs> <laughs> no, that Sean Long mode, right there. That is so fun. It's so funny looking. Oh man. Play that on the Switch Lite. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I tell you. Finally, gaming Finally. at its peak. You hand that controller to like I don't know an ant next to you at yeah, the five point five screen. So um, gosh. man, that's great. Uh, Turbo Jesse says, "Love the new setup, guys. Rip Hangouts. Rip Hangouts." Uh, Faison says, "I pre-ordered Trials of Mana." All right. He was he was backing me up when I said that I was hyped for Trials of Mana. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> then Eric uh, Eric Popovich came in with two dollars. No message. Thanks, Eric. So let's uh, let's let's finish up with Ninja going to Mixer. OJ, you are uh, you live stream more than any of us, probably all of us combined. Actually, what are your thoughts on Mixer right now? My thoughts on Mixer is that it was a good it was a good good play. Um, I, I've been messing around with Mixer myself. I think the tools are very good for streaming. Um, they do have high bit rates and everything, but that's because they don't have as many people on the platform. Mm. So if this brings a lot more people, will those bit rates be fluctuated? I, it would have to be, depending. But for right now, it's probably the highest quality that you can watch in terms of bit rate. Uh, people that are even lower end, because you know Twitch, 
delegates bitrate. YouTube doesn't, but Twitch does. So uh, you're not always going to have the best quality options and everything on, on Twitch, depending on your channel and everything like that. So right now, Mixers, it's pretty good. It's going pretty good, and I think they're doing a good job uh, with it. With with Twi- with Ninja going over to, to Mixer, I think that this was a huge, huge move for Mixer. Obviously, and I think, John, you were talking about elaborate a little but uh, setting up for Halo, because a lot of people don't know, but Ninja used to be a professional Halo player, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. so this could be a big, like, almost like signing of an athlete to play for your team, right? Yeah. And to yeah. get people to come to your, wherever, your stadium or whatever to watch you, because he's going to bring in thousands upon thousands, millions of unique viewers every single month. Mark and, and my words. And, and if that combines with the next Xbox and Halo Infinite, yeah. that's yeah. going to be that that's going to be worth the people are speculating fifty million. I don't know. I don't know if he got paid fifty million. I don't. I that's don't think a he, lot of money if he got yeah, paid fifty million. He hinted. He, he, he hinted himself at more than twenty million a year. There was a yeah. there was a reporter. I think it's the Ver. I'm I'm just, is it the Verge? Somebody one of the reporters there said they heard fifty million. And I, that I, is obscene. Here's what I would say. What I think that maybe could it reach up to that? I'm not 50 million a year, but 50 million total. Could it be stock options? Could it be um, yeah, yeah. Uh, like sub subscriptions? I incentives, can, I, yeah. Yeah, incentives. I think it's that. Is it 50 million? Here's 50 million. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Run yeah. around. I don't think it's that, but I think it's stock. I think it's incentives. I think it's stuff like that. But it's just like, yeah, like signing an athlete essentially. And if yeah. it does pay off, the payoff is going to be, Every like Halo Infinite's going to be the next Fortnite or whatever the case is. Halo Infinite's going to be had what seventy seventy three thousand people watching him yesterday, which is good. But yeah. it needs to, in my opinion, and I've been doing streaming, you know, for a while. I think, and obviously that's that's a lot of people. But I think he needs to have around maybe two hundred thousand people watching him or so for this to really kind of. Like, yeah, it needs, they to, probably, it needs to be a minimum six like digit. A, they probably yeah. are looking for like because uh, that was his first one. He's still pulling people in. They're yeah. probably looking for something to release that he then streams. And I'm thinking Master Chief Collection, specifically Halo Reach, because he was actually a big Halo Reach player back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Halo well, Reach launches on PC, he's going to be one of the first people to stream it. Well, Damn. mark my words, uh, E3 next year uh, or whatever happens next year, if there even is an E3, but forever Microsoft presentation of the new console when we get to see the new halo game fully uh he's going to be on stage and he's going to be showing off some of the first multiplayer aspects of it playing with people that's a good yeah, idea that's what they're going to use him for he's going to be one of the vessels to promote halo competitively i so i guarantee you they probably the main rumor i've heard from people who are much more in the know than i am is it sounds like they probably paid him like 20 million up front and then like another 20 million in stock and the reason that's important is because now this dude is going to play every major halo game because anytime he does anything microsoft related he gets his stock going up so i guarantee you man all of a sudden that man is going to be he's going to be the poster boy for halo 6 he's a microsoft employee i let's make no He's definitely employed yeah. at Microsoft at this point, you know. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. allowed to play. I mean, he might be allowed to play other things, but he's got to do what they tell him to do, and he's got to move he, these products or whatever that they say, you know. He's going to be like, hey, guys, just for no reason whatsoever, I'm going to spend a lot of time playing Gears 5 for the next six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, the, some people are saying that, like, you know, he lost 
he lost fans or kids with Fortnite. I don't think he's, he cares anymore. Yeah, and, he, and he's been <laughs> the he's been hemorrhaging fans on Twitch. I mean, that's all the talk's been about is just Tim the Tatman and Shroud overtaking him constantly, and it's just you know, a thing. You know what should blow people's blow people's mind if they gave him twenty million dollars in stocks. Uh, Microsoft has a just over a one and a quarter dividend, which means just from dividend payments, he would get over two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year for doing nothing from that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That should yeah, that should blow people's minds. Cool. <laughs> In rumors about this is that Ninja is not a dumb guy. This is actually a really smart move because he realizes his fame is going down. This is basically his retirement plan is since this is stock option it's just going to grow and grow and grow theoretically when this contract ends and the rumor is that it's like a three-year contract he could just quit he could just literally retire at 31 and be like he, bye he can retire now you know because he was making he, <laughs> he could have retired yeah. before this bag yeah but now he has 20 in. million dollars in shares possibly or yeah, something now, crazy, now his, his grandkids grandkids can retire now and they're not even born yet so now they can retire i mean this money's obviously is going to outlive him so but i mean like M- M- of, you know M- mvg you think that's the plan halo put them yeah, all over for Halo sure, for sure i mean you guys you guys nailed it i mean this is his well, i don't want to say retirement plan because i mean how old is this dude i mean he's like he's, he's 20 yeah he's like yeah, almost yeah. half my age or something but you know he um he is absolutely you know on on the right platform here you know this is this is him wanting to get back into halo and you know his like microsoft would have approached him and said look come to mixer we're going to offer you 20 million dollars today um you know you're going to have this awesome contract you can play whatever you want on the platform just make sure that you play halo infinite and you you promote that you play halo uh, master chief collection of course he's going to say hell yeah i'm, I'm all in so i mean it, it makes it's the right right move for him and it i think that, it, it had a good effect on mixer too yeah absolutely i mean I, were, I, I look into it you know for the first time in two years he compl- i mean hasn't he, he com- he's been complaining about Fortnite too so i mean it's not like yeah, he's, he's kind of tired of playing well, the same damn Fortnite yeah he's kind of pigeonholed himself into at, that at some point when he goes into a grocery store and all the kids start Fortnite dancing around him he's got to be like no i'm out yeah he, he's probably <laughs> tired of that shit you know like i i, I feel for him on that front man a lot of people thought uh, Twitch was being salty about this, so that's why they took away his verification and his subscriber button and all this they stuff. They had to, right? No, that's, they had to, because when you're a partner with them, you sign a contract, and since he's no longer a partner with them, you lose the check mark, and they took away yeah. affiliate status as well, which means the subscribers. Yep. So mm-hmm. once he gets his last cash out this month of whatever residuals, then he's, I mean, think, you know, think about that. If he really didn't done. like Fortnite and they were like, here's 20 mil up front and you can start playing Halo when it comes out. You don't play Fortnite anymore. Yep. <laughs> he might Dude, be like, yeah, hey, that's the best game. Right? They just start, they just start putting that deal. They just start putting oh, Fortnite yeah. dances into Halo and he's like, not again. Oh, my gosh. If people are mad at him <laughs> for taking that deal, that's crazy. And people yeah. are mad. There's been other big content what? creators that flipped out. I forgot yeah. who the English man is, but it's there's a gross score. Yeah, that out, oh I'm, I'm watching so I'm like, I'm is like, that the guy? You two tobacco Twitch man. Yes, yeah. that he made. It's like, come on. I'm like, so I wanted to reach to my phone and I'm like, what the hell are you babbling about? You would have, everybody would have taken the same deal. Shut up. He secured himself. This he doesn't have to pigeonhole himself into playing Fortnite yeah. all damn day. This like, is going to, uh, like, what? like, I, like we were talking about the other day, OJ. Like, I, I think that this is going to be the start of an actual hardcore competitor to Twitch now. And we're going to see, because I've already heard rumblings of other bigger creators on Twitch who are not liking how Twitch is becoming, who are already ready to jump over There's to Mixer. There's a lot at a of people notice. who are not and, happy with Twitch right and now. And the thing that's going to happen, Mixer, Mixer right now is, 
it's small enough that if you jump on it now, you can probably build something for yourself on there, your own niche for it or whatever you want to do. But if you wait to jump on this bandwagon, like people, if you're on Twitch right now and you're just getting into Twitch, it's going to be super hard for you to get any attention on there. Uh, but if you wait too long, Mixer's going to be on this come up rise and it's going to be rivaling Twitch neck and neck. So this is just the start. And you can multi-stream, so yeah, yeah. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather take that bag first, though. Do you guys that. think? <laughs> Let me get that ninja bag. War, though, that's 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 what I'm wondering. Is he gonna? Play- He's gonna play Gears of War. I bet you he does. Yeah, I bet yeah. they give it to him early so he can train to actually be good at yeah. it before he starts playing live if, yeah. I, if i'm microsoft and he's not playing gears that's a problem like, <laughs> that's not required for him to play something like that what were you saying what were you saying evan uh, about which part you saying something about twitch well i i mean everyone talks everyone's talking right now about how mixer has like certain benefits over twitch how they have certain better things that that changes with people so the, yeah. they're like, oh, it's less toxic. All right. The, everything's less toxic until there's mm-hmm. more people going to it. Yeah. And especially sure. most Twitch uh, people noticed heavily when the Fortnite community grew heavily on Twitch. That's when a lot of the toxicity and the trolls came in. And now that's mm-hmm. being moved to Mixer. So that's going to be an interesting thing to see that community I, grow that way. It's But it, yeah. it's interesting. This move is good. But their prior move, which I think a lot of us forgot, apparently there was a short period of time where they tried to offer other people on Twitch to come over to them. And they would pay, I think, double their subs up to $1,300 or something to try to get mm-hmm. them to start streaming with them. That didn't that didn't happen like no one cared about that so yeah, that's this, why they i guess they went back to the drawing board and they were like get get the truck get the yeah truck. <laughs> back this truck briggs. up in this house <laughs> briggs baby i'm telling you man yeah so it's i i think it's gonna be interesting how they handle the influx of people that want to all of a sudden start streaming on mixer because the management on twitch is always called into question well yeah so. that's where it really comes down because they're if you look at the mixer uh rules they're strict as hell like really strict to the point where like if you're a female streamer and you're or anyone really and your camera's close up to you you need to see clothing straps to make sure that they know you're yeah. wearing clothing like that's a thing are you telling me that i can't mod an xbox 360 on mixer probably not <laughs> are you telling me that i can't stream Twitch. naked is that what you're no. telling well, me well you can't do that anywhere anyway unless I you can't? go to other sites you have to go to other sites you can't are you telling me i can't throw a cat over my head naked well, you could do that on like, I don't know, this uh, other sites. True mixer. <laughs> the one thing that's going to be interesting about mixer is I feel like Microsoft doesn't like. I think I just feel like Twitch. The reason that people point out that they favor certain streamers over others is because they like they they feel like they have to you know take advantage of all the donations and all the money that they can make. I wonder with how Microsoft is growing mixer so slowly if they even really care as much about like having people just literally sit there on camera and get donations through that like i wonder if they just don't care as much about that as they do the long game of having you know these big faces playing games and stuff on there yeah because that is their question that is the question beyond ninja their their flagship channel is just a radio station Mm -hmm. with live music no one's on it no one's doing anything the top art streaming channel which is my interest is actually the same thing it's a guy just streaming video replays of people creating art that's it he's not even there dude dude, it sounds like the it sounds like evan you should go stream some artwork on on mixer to the 20 people watching it across two channels because just like twitch they haven't figured out how to deal with irl but streams. that's the thing Mixer's so young right now it's it's like if people just show up to that section you're there by default and they're like 
let's, let's see what he's drawing. Uh, it's it's Mixers is too young right now for anyone to really gauge which way it's going to go. But honestly, it, it might be worth it for people to even restream, just double dual stream, just to see what happens on Mixer. You never know. You were talking about doing it right for the show. Yeah, I think yeah, we're going to do that for now a I got to look into it and figure it out. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. So More we'll do Mixer, mixer and uh, yeah, we'll do Mixer and YouTube. I think that would uh, Microsoft just keeps it. giving us checks. Game Pass yeah. now Mixer. This is great. So, so we're we actually are about to rename the show. This is our official announcement. This is the Mixer Cast, and unfortunately, cast. we have to rename all the old shows. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting. We'll we'll try it though, and people can see what they think of it on there as well because they have the whole like rewards system and all that fun stuff you can do so we'll, so we'll people, see we'll play around with it if people are just rebroadcasting stuff on mixer then what's to say it's like while we're not doing a live spawn cast throughout the week you're just replaying all the what 120 21 <laughs> other episodes just That's on true. repeat they've never seen it <laughs> they don't exactly know. it's brand new content for mixer dude yeah make- <laughs> and they're, they're just listening to it they're like man that switch is gonna be awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say what you could do is you could just have a loop that just plays a random playlist of all your teardowns you could just call it the teardown oh. See, see, now we're getting somewhere here. Now we're getting somewhere. Got to make it clear yeah, that you're not going to interact with chat at all. <laughs> I wonder if Ninja is one of a, a few more that are, are going to be announced over the next few months. It's Ooh, possible. I guarantee you. I can guarantee you that th- that is correct. There will be they're more. Gonna, they're going to get some. They're getting somebody. They're probably going to get a couple other people. Uh, I've heard rumblings. I've heard people kind of teasing it. I think there's going to be some other pretty big names who are people on Twitch that don't really like Twitch right now. That are going to so, be getting some checks. I feel like Casey there's a lot of going over. <laughs> That'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. I think I think Mixer's the big one, and now people, those other people, might be like, uh, maybe it's maybe we should do that. If if Ninja did it, maybe we can do it too. You know, so we'll see. Uh, but that is uh, the Spawncast for tonight, episode one twenty two. Thanks to MVG for joining us. Uh, where can you, they guys. find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and everywhere else. Just search for Modern Vintage Game and you'll find me. And um, Monday, I have a video coming out about old school Nintendo NES stuff. So that will be interesting. And I'll be at the Long Island Retro Expo this weekend, starting Friday. And I've got a panel on Saturday at five o'clock. So if you're in the area, check out the LI Retro. Uh, I also oh, I, did, I didn't want to miss this one on Streamlabs from Jeff Burns said oh. Adam Korlick, who was one of the first guys in the M cable reviewed the M classic short answer M cable does a straight pass through everything 480i and below M classic does some work on 480i uh, nothing below that okay M cable tries to get to 1080 classic gets to 1440 like you were saying uh, MVG so it sounds like it might if it does some work at 480i uh, we might have some older systems that might be able to work with that uh, a bit better so uh interesting stuff there okay thanks jeff well uh i think i think you'll see mvg pop up with a review so uh, we'll, yep. we'll see uh, i'm gonna What's be curious doing? about that one definitely definitely uh and then uh, oj where can they find you man yeah you guys can find me right here on youtube just uh player essence also on twitter at player essence um i got a lot of cool stuff coming up for this week cool live streams planned for um talk about astral chain and also more um we're gonna get into some of the older rpgs classic ones that uh that we like um so like chrono trigger and stuff like that so we're gonna have some uh, old school stuff on the channel this week and i'm giving away a copy of astral chain too so if you want to have a chance to win a copy of astral chain which the winner will be picked a week before the game comes out so august 23rd so you don't have to buy it so like whoever wins you know you don't have to go out there and buy the game or pre-order it so yeah so i'll be doing that so i gotta do is subscribe and um i'll be doing that through Streamlabs. so uh come out oh. to the streams i stream every single day 
um and uh yeah have fun it's a, it's a lot of fun and i do does, videos does, too so does streamlabs have like a giveaway option or anything like that yet they do they do oh, they have yeah. like they have and you can even tie it into your members that you have so they, they can be more likely to win oh interesting yeah. i look because youtube was weird with the whole giveaway thing so if they yeah. do that Stream, streamlabs it. yeah you can even do it on the channel here like let's say like you want have it do a giveaway you can put people that are here and it'll just go to cloudbot on streamlabs obs and you'll see it there for from cloudbot evan we had to learn about this cloudbot okay uh, I yeah, don't, we don't have cloudbot active on this specifically but oh. I, there's things i gotta look into okay yeah if you ever need anything i, I can always help you guys okay out. maybe we'll do some more give maybe we'll just giveaways again i was scared off from giveaways because youtube went crazy for a minute on it so um and come back to doing some fun giveaways for the people watching on spawncast and everything mm -hmm. maybe we'll give away a new game or something during it's super easy and, and for your members they might give them a better chance to win and stuff like that so it's actually pretty cool cool okay we'll, we'll look into that i think that'll make the show even more fun we did that one time i think it was during mm -hmm. the 100th episode where we gave away a bunch of codes mm -hmm. so uh something like that could be fun we'll, we'll look into that to make it a bit more streamlined as well uh what about jordan where can they find you man uh you guys can find me on my channels just jordan fringe uh if you like anything pokemon i open up pokemon cards i explain pokemon lore uh, that's about okay okay cool. <laughs> check them out for uh for pokemon cards very good uh what about max where can they find you man uh, just youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. Uh, I put up that big video today about the new Nintendo switch, the revision. So if you want to see anything about that, I actually unboxed it, uh, tested it, um, did a lot of different experimenting just to see if it really is new. Um, I have a big review coming up on Tuesday for metal wolf chaos, the famous yeah. unreleased Xbox game. Uh, and I think we're, think the spawn cast guys, I think we're going to get together and maybe play the DC universe online to some capacity. Ooh. That makes for that make a fun video. I know. I, I want to test it out and I want to do a review thing, but I feel like if we run around as a squad, we can pound down to bad guys faster. So we could do a uh, full gameplay video, man, where we're all together play. I think people would, would have fun watching that. Four man dungeons, too. some duos, well, it could be good. Yeah, we had like an hour of gameplay, cut it down to like, you know, twelve or thirteen minutes or something and have like all running kind of that could be fun. That could be fun. I think people would have a good that. question. When's yeah. when's when's Metal Wolf Chaos releasing? It comes oh, out Tuesday, I think, and I get to release my video Tuesday. They awesome. they give it to me like two weeks early, uh, and it's one of those weird things where I can talk about it when it's out. August sixth, yep. PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I'm gonna pick it up that day. Uh, I guess on the Xbox One, but that's uh, that's done by uh, Devolver. Devolver. Yeah, Devolver Digital's yep. doing it. Yeah, cool, interesting. Uh, oh, and then Evan, where can they find you, man? I just follow my Twitter. If I'm gonna do anything. I usually announce it there. I usually stream just randomly throughout the week, so there's no set schedule. It's just whenever I have time. Evan's about to take his talents to Mixer. We'll try, yeah, we'll try the, the Mixer thing for like a minute and probably not like it. Because anywhere I go, it's not going to be good anyway. So Evan's going to take his talents, man, I'm telling you, to Microsoft. Uh, it's all a uh, trick with uh, $2 saying, love the show, guys. Thanks, trick. Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting with Mixer. We'll look into it, though. Uh, with the restream or something just to see if we can take over mixer with the podcast but uh that's that's the show for tonight thanks everyone joining us uh thanks for everyone who stopped by to watch and we'll be back here next uh next saturday night 9 p.m eastern night. hopefully there's sean back because we gotta get those we gotta get those pro controller impressions you know? he, he needs to do a review i want yeah, to wait for that video review. yeah seriously i want it to be 40 minutes honestly i want it to be the most intensive <laughs> like now as the controller dies in my hands i realize is life worth oh living my gosh. i bet it's still in the box man i bet it's it's just oh. i agree
I don't think he's usual. Sure it is, yeah. Like, uh, not in the, like in the actual package box, not in, like like the actual box. Just still you know? on his doorstep. He's just like looking at it through the window. <laughs> he'll make a video on it. He'll put it right, right back in the box, and that's about it. Uh, Avedon Smith with five dollars. Uh, great episode tonight, guys. Thanks, Avedon. Appreciate it. And uh, that's gonna do it here. Evan, you want to close us out? We'll see you guys next Saturday night, nine p.m. Eastern time. Later.